to a very special election version, which will be completely irrelevant by the time this airs, uh, episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm your host, Tom, and with me as always are... Dan. Ward. Mike. Del- Steve. Del- Del- yeah. Wow. <laughs> Steve okay. making inappropriate gestures <laughs> that you cannot hear. So to make Mike happy, let's jump right into This Week in Hobby. Because you guys skipped it on purpose last time, maybe? I'm going to just say straight up, we forgot about it because we didn't do anything. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> no, I, did, I did Hobby last week. This week I didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, let's... Anyways, Mike, <laughs> you're the one championing this, so what did you do this week? I finished off a couple more of the Infinity figures. Uh, <laughs> let's just a few out. <laughs> and I did just a few of the Super Dungeon Explorer guys, and I got a bunch of stuff that's on the go, though, like put together, primed, ready to go. You're going to find this funny when I get to, to yeah, my This Week in Hobby. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> Steve, was, or was Mike still more? No, no, mostly mine was construction and prepping. I saw a chicken. You, you saw what the, you the liked the chicken, did the you? The chicken. The chicken was cool. Yeah, from the Super Dungeon Explorer, oh, you can get pets. I thought you were just like, what, you, your weekend hobby was I saw a chicken. <laughs> That's a pretty weird hobby. I went to a farm and there was a chicken. Done. Silence! <laughs> Let me show you what I did this week. See that that bone-colored stuff? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I painted for approximately three seconds and then realized that I didn't care. <laughs> wow. Oh, well done. Yeah. That was what I did this week in hobby. That's, uh, <laughs> this is also I, great I'll podcasting. Pass, I'll pass it around. <laughs> I can't even see it from over here, let alone <laughs> the people listening in right not, now. It's like a little gray dot on the knee. It's, it's not even... <laughs> that was my entire two weeks. It's not even so a it's solid a weenie. gray. Like, I can see through it. No, I, I literally... Oh, <laughs> I just realized I have something for this week in the hobby. No. Awesome. What did no. you do? Do you, see, do you see what I did? I did. There's a tiny little bit of watery bleach bone on the knee. <laughs> nice. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, I really, I really shit the bed on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did more, and I feel like I didn't do anything. Has anybody told you about your mad skills? <laughs> All right, Tom. I did. I did seal the radiator on my car for airflow, and then blew up the transmission. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have we learned? Never try. Just, <laughs> if you want to do anything involving a race car, just shoot yourself in the face. You'll be better off. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, this week for me, I got. I'm almost finished Gaston Cross for my mercenaries, which I'm really excited about because I got to do a purple and green paint scheme that I'm actually really liking. Purple and green is usually the way to go. So it's kind of that more olive drab green with like a relatively just basically using all the citadel purples up Sweet. with so green goblin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. No one wanted to laugh and like make you feel bad. But. No. To be fair, he's a Laylee's mercenary. So fuck you all. I don't know what that, that is, enjoys with, eating yes. pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Is that pumpkin a thing? pie. Pumpkin pie is a real thing. Is that a thing that he does? The green goblin. Yeah. He throws little pumpkin he throws grenades. Little pumpkin grenades. Oh, that's right. He does. But yeah. do you like? Pumpkin pie? Well, Who the fuck doesn't like pumpkin pie? Mm, I'm gonna say Green Goblin may not like pumpkin pie. Do we really know? Do we, are we for sure on Does this? Does anyone here not like pumpkin pie? Then no, we're gonna extrapolate as yeah. real scientists. 100% Green Goblin likes pumpkin pie. Okay. If everyone here polled says they like pumpkin pie, <clears throat> obviously the Green Goblin must like pumpkin pie. You like the poll. 
Oh, dude, I'm loving the polls right now, because... <laughs> okay, moving on. Please explain. <laughs> Sorry, okay, so for anyone who's listening from outside of Alberta, it, today is election day, and by today I mean last Tuesday. Um, and it's really exciting, because this is the first time there's been a real chance in hell of a new government in the last 43 years. Exciting if you want it or not. Exciting if you're in Alberta, I guess? Sure, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm really jazzed about this. Um... Because it's a time for change. Maybe. And, and so, in the topic of changing, Dan said he actually got something done for this weekend hobby. Bullshit! Yeah. I call bullshit! No, I, I had paint and brushes and I used them to do things. Um, I was bullshit. doing my taxes and I couldn't find any whiteout. So I got... Uh. <laughs> no! I had my... Yes! I had my Citadel base white, my Ceramite white, and my fine detail brush. Because you're never going to use Ceramite white for anything important. Because it's, it's very chunky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was perfectly good for doing corrections on my tax forms. Yes! Yeah. Woo! Is that actually the only thing you painted this week? Yep. It's more than most weeks. Oh, <laughs> to be yeah. fair. I was, gonna say, this I was my... going to do hobby stuff tonight when I thought the podcast recording was cancelled. This is the least productive week I've ever had, and I might have done the same amount as you, just in Bleach Bone. I think quite literally. The only difference is yours was actually on a model. Hmm. So I am not the point. least hobbyist tonight. I, I, I feel I'm in second place for this week, actually. Oh, wow. What, yeah. what do you do? Uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, Other than seeing this? a chicken. Other than seeing Mike's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This reminds me of another kind of. Uh, I'm just, the synonyms are just. It out. The synonyms How are just. How was the chicken? <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> was it a sharp chicken? Uh, no. Sharps. I forgot about sharps. We didn't get to call himself sharps this week. Fuck. No, he never was going to call himself sharps. No, it's up to us. That's you guys. That's sharps. you guys. So I. <laughs> so I started. What do you hobby? I started repainting uh, some X-wing. Doesn't count. Oh, sorry. I thought you were gonna say it like does. space brains. I was gonna or like, Camry. <laughs> I was like, dude, it doesn't count. Yeah, this is the eighth time you've done it. Uh, I've watched the new trailer several, several times, and I really like the inverted color scheme. So like the black ties with the white panels. Oh yeah. Yeah, the frosty, semi-transparent panels look pretty cool. Yeah. So I started working on a Tie Fighter like that, and then I was like, Dan, I need to do this for the next regional event. So me and Dan, well, Dan pretty much came up with, like, an army, and I played it. I played in a tournament on Sunday at Mission Fun and Games, came in fourth, having never played this list before, which was okay. With bombers, no with less. With bombers, yeah. Really? So, Tie yeah. bombers? Three bombers with bombs. Yeah. No! Proximity yeah. mines. Because everyone's taking Sunterfell again, so. No, there was, there was no fell at the tournament at all. That's shocking. It was very shocking. So yeah, so I played in the tournament. Weird. I'm repainting uh, a tie as a test for the color scheme, and I think it'll look really good on bombers and interceptors as well. So my next question is, how are your fists coming along? I haven't even touched them. I thought we didn't I, care about this I'm anymore. Because no, it's important because your fists—they're getting a new book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I saw that. I book. saw that. <laughs> well, it's it's like, a month <laughs> that ends in month. So I wonder. I wonder if we finally get rending bolt guns because that'd be hilarious. I'd be surprised no. because they're get cheaper. Yeah, they're apparently you're on. Down in points. You're getting closer to guardsmen and parody. Let's be <laughs> honest here. It's just buy more shit. <laughs> Pretty it's much, not right? happening when they're building like bigger squads and such. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't touch any space marines at all. Uh, I did work on some drop zone commander. Work was pretty slow on nights, so I cleaned a bunch of my walkers. Nice, which well, we'll talk about later. And, uh, what else did I do? I don't know. What else did you do? Um, I think that was about it. Played in the tournament, repainting X-Wing, 
building drop zone. Did oh, we- Infinity. I started working on an Infinity color scheme, and I need to wait on more bases, which sucks, because I want to work on more of that. No, you don't need to wait on bases. Well. Just do what I do. I do. Did I you do need to work on some shitty bases. What? Did you clean the geckos yet? No, they are... In, Dude, just paint in, them on shitty bases. In, uh, in the queue of cleaning. For at work, the cleaning queue. The cleaning queue. They have come to work. Okay, are you actually ready. serious about bases? Like you need bases to paint them first. I need the bases. Are you following? That's basically along? what he's saying. Because <laughs> I right Fine. now I'm glu- I have uh, them attached to cork. And yeah, so paint them. them. I'm painting the models. But are they done yet? No. To play games, I'm saying I need more bases. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. Sense. So it's just like Mike's like, hey, let's play Infinity. I'm like, I have these big honking pieces of cork that are gonna run around the table. Well, so my model essentially will be like eight feet tall. I figure he just doesn't like me because I've asked him four or five times. Mike's coming over, but Steve was sick. What what you do, Ward, is you just quickly tack the cork to twenty five mil bases. I could do that, but I no, don't don't even use cork. Just use your twenty five mil bases because you're going to tear them off of that and put them onto regular bases. Yeah, I will eventually when the bases come in. No, no, I'm saying just use twenty five mil bases to paint them on. No, because those are going to go in the trash. Why cork? No. Because it's easier to hold than I a base. Can hold on. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I've done. I've started using a like wine bottle cork a little bit to hold models while painting. Except for when I knock the model off the cork and break it, it works out really well. I actually, it's easier on my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Disagree. Put them on a regular base, and then just glue cork to the bottom of the base, and then when you want to play them, and also don't put your hand in front of your mouth while talking. I don't know if any of this is showing up. Nobody's hurting right now. It's okay. You know the joke's not even there because no one has any idea what the fuck you're saying. No, my point is just glue the cork to the bottom of the base if you want to do that. Why why would I do that? Because if you're worried about holding it versus playing with it, it it makes a lot more sense. It's, but it's, if he glues the cork to the bottom of the base, it negates the purpose of no, it but being then he's on like, the base to play with. No, but then he wants to... No, because he can just pop the cork off. <laughs> I don't understand this. You want can to play we just it? move past this? No, no, I, no, I no actually, I know what he's talking about. He's just not explaining. Usually there's blue yeah. tack on the cork, and the cork is held to the base with the blue tack, and that's how you do it. Listen, my hobby's nobody's hobby but mine. You have your own hobby, let me have mine. Wow. <laughs> it rhymed. I can't argue. <laughs> yeah, no, you're done. Yep. Okay. Um, well, that was a train wreck. Did we all actually do that? Was that? Are we done now? Yeah, no, I, I painted a I uh, painted. We painted a little bit. You painted a little bit. I painted Dan my tattoo. I paint. played in a tournament. Dan didn't paint. I also modified I'm my color scheme in MechWarrior Online. <laughs> Go on, MechWarrior. It costs real money to do that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so what we're going to do in honor of the election this this week is we're going to be taking a bunch of different categories of models, paints, various gaming accessories, and nominating our favorites, and then as a group voting on which one we think is the best. So there's a good chance we're going to have a lot of five-way ties, but we're going to see if we can uh, work around that. <laughs> so to start Not off, like our current democracy. Exactly. Three real parties. So to start things off, let's talk about model ranges. And because I know this is Steve's favorite game, we're going to start with sci-fi miniatures at just kind of like that 28 to 32 historical scale. Sure. Go ahead. What Go do you ahead. think? Nominate your favorite, Steve. You know what? I'll leave it to last so you guys can have the <laughs> suspense. So if we're talking about model ranges alone, I think it's really hard to not have Games Workshop in this category. For all the things that so you're nominating does. GW. Yes. Okay. Because it's... I get, get a little bit of a quick thing about you it. You need to build a few planks. You don't need to talk about GW. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows they're the best. As shitty as the game and the company is, they do release, I would say, they're batting somewhere around 
80% for their model releases for looking good. Like, they're definitely a lot You can also more. say batting 800 to maintain the expression a little bit there. Yeah, but I'm in Canada. I don't give a shit about baseball. I do. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and die. <laughs> You've lost your chance to talk. GW has amazing range uh, for sci-fi. Dan? I think it's worth splitting off and splitting the vote, much like having two conservative right-wing parties, and I'll say Forge World. Because Forge World is oh, even more expensive, okay. even oh, more tailoring to the rich They're vote. more fringe. Yeah. Okay, They're I like the fringe that. GW, like just that. to split the vote and fuck things up. Ward, do you want to nominate anybody else? Yes, I do. I'm going to nominate Infinity. Oh! Ooh. I feel that they have the most realistic-looking models. They are. They in, do not have in, pancake hands, that's true. In, in the way of, like, face sculpts and such. Well, their hands are not pancakes. That's a big deal that to me. That is a big deal. Yeah. All we right. took them all. I don't got nobody left. We don't need. We don't need we, more. We shouldn't have everybody nominating one individual because otherwise, yeah. individual yeah. entity. Otherwise, we're. Gonna I'd have say time. those are three good. Okay. Are there any arguments uh, comparing the ranges here, or we just, can we just vote on this? One? Okay, I'll vote. Actually, you know what? I can't vote because there's two in here that I really. I feel like there's an obvious here winner here, and Dan. Nailed I it. really, really like. Dan nailed it. It's Forge World. They don't make all their no, models not. that I like. You know what, I'm going to go with GW because I like the plastics the most. Nobody else makes plastics like that. That's true, we don't all have to agree, that's not how democracy I'm going. Works. I'm going GW. There you go, that's Mike. one for GW. I'm going to go Infinity, actually, because I'm tired of pancake hands and oversized heads. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Infinity. Oh, we have two Infinity? Well, I'm definitely going with Forge World because they just keep coming out with... They keep coming out with things that make me want to buy 40k, and that's difficult to do. Like the new um, Solar Vex or Solar Auxilia Commander type yeah, guys. Yeah, I know the guy who talks. Holy shit, he is so much cooler than Ursacar Creed. Those guys just they're they're hitting okay. on all cylinders. Tom, I've got to go Forge World as well. Like you look at you, you talk about pancake hands, and Forge World doesn't do that. Yeah, they do. Not they make, they make Marines. But, but their stuff is a lot more properly scaled in a lot of ways. And no, clearer detail. Hands. And honestly, it's going to come down to, for me, I don't really like the aesthetic of the Infinity stuff. Okay, and well, we have a tie, so we're going to have to have a runoff vote. I'm the only one that's the odd man out here. I'm going to go Infinity in this case. Oh! Okay. Infinity it is for sci-fi. Uh, moving on to fantasy slash steampunk. There we go. So this, uh, let's start off, uh, Mike. I'm gonna say Malifaux. I'm really liking their stuff, their style, and it is definitely the fantasy kind of steampunky genre I like. Especially the new plastics. Absolutely. Just dynamite. Okay, I didn't get to nominate anybody last time because you guys all picked the stuff I liked. So I'm going to actually nominate uh, Warhammer Fantasy. I think the new stuff like Nagash and uh, Plague Lords were unreal. Aside from the cost, but we're talking about <laughs> amazing models. I think GW is doing it uh, on the fantasy side of things better. Okay. Any other... Uh, as much as I love War Machine, I just don't think it's really in the running here. Because they are very hit or miss. Like, there are some... Like, the mercenary range, the, like, the models that I use, are really, really nice. But there's so many ranges in that game that are just shit. I, uh, yeah. I'm i going to say, I don't want to be mean, but there's sometimes it's, oh, that's a really nice, and then all of a sudden you look at the other six models standing beside you. That's go, what I had oh, trouble with. Yeah, War Machine oh, has that issue, oh, especially yeah. for some of the races that yeah. still have the really old miniatures next to yeah. the much newer miniatures. And I, Sometimes yeah. there's a big scale and quality disparity the, between I can them. think of, um, oh, uh, the shit. I actually can't think of the name right now. Um, Asphyxius, his faction. Correct. Autoerotic Asphyxius. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, My favorite kind. The Chicken Jacks. 
You know what I'm talking about? The really, yeah. really old single metal figs. Yeah, but now. That, that, that is what kills me, though, is it, some of the jacks I have a really hard time wrapping on because they're so top-heavy. I just I just see the vanilla yeah. war field, and I, I think they're going to fall over. They make no they're, sense. I'm not, they're not balanced. That, in but, that respect, I understand it is an aesthetic that some people enjoy. Just for me, I have a hard time wrapping around the Some of the new uh, convergence stuff, the plastic convergence, the – why can't I think of it? The giant tower? Oh, the transfinite emergence That's engine? That's one. That's what? <laughs> transfinite convergence engine or something like that. Okay. Whatever. The big Whatever dildo. The big giant dildo. <laughs> In terms of plastic models, they've shown that they actually can produce some pretty cool sprues. Yeah, the one thing that I'll maybe mention is if we want to talk about Privateer Press, the biggest difference between them and Games Workshop is that with Privateer Press, every time they release a new model, it doesn't negate a previous one. They're starting to do that and replace older versions of models with newer ones. And so if we do talk about it in terms of stuff they've done in like the last three years where they've really kind of come into their own as a company. I think maybe we could put them in the running for this because they haven't really released any stinkers in a long time now. Because a lot of the really shitty stuff happened five years ago. I agree. And if you think about a company like Games Workshop, because they replace stuff so often, a lot of the shitty models have been weaned out. (laughs) They still have, uh, what's his face, Doom Rider. Doom Rider is still available for purchase. They did bring him back for some questionable reason recently. That guy, that guy's bad. He was shitty in 1999. I know. Yeah, he was never nice. But, like, I think, you know what? Fuck it. I will nominate War Machine if we take into context the fact that the range is getting really expensive. I'm glad you nominated him and do not vote for him. (laughs) Him? It? Them? Them? Sure. If Tom didn't, I probably was going to because I was running out of fantasy slash steampunk miniature company. So we've got War Machine... Hordes, because they're the same. Yeah, Warm Machine and Hordes. Yeah, Warm Actually, uh, technically, they are a different game. Fantasy, Malifo. I'm going to nominate, actually, another group. Uh, oh. Eldorado. Oh, I don't know anything about them. I haven't seen If it. I could ever find them for purchase, I would maybe agree with you. On Online? Well, you you have a vote. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, should, you should use it, probably. Shut up and not try to convince us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, again, Fantasy Range... Uh, Multiple factions, like six factions or so. So how more. hellish are they? Uh, we looked at some this. Factions, some like the creepy babies and shit. Yeah, like, I'm not into it. Yeah, that's right. These these guys are fucked. But we're, it's only one. We're of them. not we're not saying the game per se. We're saying like models. Yeah, they're they're weird, right? <laughs> Upsettingly so. <laughs> Is this the one that has the giant toad that's giving the wet nurse? No, no, that's Kingdom Death. Yeah, that's Kingdom Death. No, sorry, never mind. Wrong wrong game. <laughs> okay, so you don't even. know. I have no idea. So we've got four. True to a real election, I have no idea about this candidate. Are there any final <laughs> any final sales pitches for any of these ranges? It's GW. Come on, you got to admit that Nagash was not the unreal model of the year. You know what though? I feel no. Let's look at not talk about the game system or the cost of the model. You're looking no, at the model. I'm seriously saying if I compare a lot of fantasy releases to what Malifaux's been churning out these days, Scale I'm going to say it right now. I've got to say Malifaux. Oh, I feel like this is turning into a real election. Okay, I'm all, right, upset. all right, so, so, so Tom is from Malifaux. Right. There's way more character in those models, and they have much more dynamic poses than anything Games Workshop's Oh, the Maggot before. Lords, though, were ridiculous. So, Steve, who are you voting? What do you think? Fantasy. Well, the listeners want to know. I'm, I Fucking have say a, it. It's like an abusive relationship. I can't leave you, GW. Okay, so Steve is saying GW. <laughs> you can't quit you. Mike? I'm gonna go Malifaux. Oh, it's word. No, you're next. I don't want to be next. Fine, I'm gonna go fantasy. 
Oh, two oh, deal. Well, this makes it a lot harder for me to spoil my vote and pick none of the above because I haven't painted a fantasy miniature in so long. No, you got to pick one. Which <laughs> if you but, had to pick but one, but you got to choose a, like a range. So like what? You can't pick voter apathy. <laughs> it's a because we had to have a runoff vote. You can you still the be the winner one. here. Well, that's. A, you can just like write your own name in and call or, it. Or, or just Dordor, kind of make a weird Dorado. Dan, I know. Tomb Kings, you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick Nagash. I don't even think uh, it was that crazy. There's a lot of you bite your tongue. No, for every <laughs> when you're talking about fantasy models, I find <laughs> on all the great models for every great thing about them, there's something really shitty. Like the bone armor on Nagash. Awesome. No, no it's great. Yeah, just, it's great. You don't want to paint that. That's the difference. He has a fleshy. Sheath for his sword. He does. He so does. <laughs> See? There, yeah, there. In true argument. Okay. In true Alberta fashion, I'm gonna vote based on prior or previous history <laughs> and not any modern day relevance to anything. G- no! G- GW made dogs of war, so I vote GW. Yeah! yeah! I'm on the winning side for the first election in my life. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, it's crazy. Uh, live no, 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 let's not talk about that. Okay, fine. It's not important. We're it's not really into we're not into politics. We should we can and it will not make interesting listening five can, days from now. We can start a new politics. Damn, let's podcast. be serious. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. There might be there might not be good hockey games on on Friday. And so Friday the next category: sci-fi miniatures. We picked Infinity Fantasy. We picked for uh, GW. Fantasy was fantasy. Fantasy was GW fantasy. Uh, the next yeah. up would be Fleet Games, and I feel like this one. Oh, I. I know exactly what I'm nominating immediately. I love this so much. Yeah? Okay, Steve, <laughs> lead it up. GW, Battlefleet Gothic. Still the best miniatures ever. They don't, they don't make you so They're not, they're not available anymore. Buy them off of eBay if you're hard. Doesn't for count. Them. Let's get serious. <laughs> Did okay. you see the new drop? Oh, yeah. Okay, no, no. Here's yeah. the thing. If it wasn't for the fact that you guys are making me not pick Drop Zone because GW apparently isn't available anymore, and that's just a you mean convenient, convenient fact. No, can you I'll actually pick, buy them? Uh, Gothic? You don't no, they, they actually discontinue them. The only okay. way you can get them is through eBay. Yeah, secondhand only. Uh, Forge World di- discontinued them years ago as well. Okay. Which is awesome, because I have a ton of Forge World models. I, I, I have some of those. Okay, so, what do you... If I have to pick current miniatures that you can actually buy from a company, Drop Zone 100%. Drop Zone's not fleet. Really? We're calling that not fleet? That's going to be in small scale. No, no, the, the drop, drop fleet is not available. You know what? I actually am going to not vote in this case, then. Okay, Mike, <laughs> do you have something to nominate? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, if it's a fleet game, how, Dystopian Wars is considered yep, totally. that. Yeah, totally. I'm going to go with the Dystopian Wars on that one. I really like the yeah, way in, the, in the local context where nobody plays with any of the ground-based stuff, I think we can accept that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all fair enough. There and it, it's that's the style I like. I and technically, really, that's Armored Clash because okay. the other fleet game that's predominant is is Firestorm, and I can, it, I have a hard time getting excited about their fleets for some reason. I don't know because the models are shit. I'm trying. <laughs> That'd be a good be reason. Why? <laughs> I'm glad that you nominated. Uh, yes. Well, why start yeah. being polite now? It's I'm a little glad, too late. I'm glad that you nominated Dystopian because. It slipped my mind. Oh, <laughs> it could have something to do with that really big bottle of beer that's gone now, huh? No, where is it? It's gone. gone. It's gone. really gone. It's yeah, actually gone. No, it's not, okay, it's not so Ward, do you have anything to nominate? Uh, Fleet Games, um, I'm going to mention Firestorm Armada. Absolutely. Do you I, have a sales I pitch d- for this? I this is a nomination. This is a nomination. You don't it's have a to like nomination. Uh, <laughs> d- um, it, 
I don't think all the the ships that you think of are crap. I think maybe you're thinking of like the first like waves or two. Oh no, I um, didn't say crap. I just said sometimes I have a hard time with a lot of it getting excited about. Uh, the the issue for that is yeah. you're seeing a lot of stuff coming in piecemeal. But when they actually release like a range of ships, like the Vajrath or such, like the new Bakash that look infinitely shittier than the old ones. Sure, you <laughs> use your vote. Okay, so nominations. <laughs> uh, so, I've. I, I say dystopian, dystopian, firestorm, firestorm, um, Star Wars Armada. Oh, it is a fleet game. Yes. Star yeah, Wars yeah. Armada. Yeah, start. No, no Star, Star Wars, Wars Armada. Armada. Oh yeah, because every game is called Armada now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you have to specify that's right. But yeah, Fantasy Flight. They're you know spin off on like after the success of X Wing. Let's have a, a quick debate game. about is that an actual war game or a board game? Because they only have two it's, factions. It's a fleet miniatures game. It is a fleet miniature game. Okay, sure. We're not saying That's war game. The important thing. Now I We've really, this I really like wish three. that I could nominate uh, Drop Fleet because for the love of God, those are the sexiest spaceship models I have ever seen. Except for Battlefleet Gothic. Take no, it. hold your tongue. No, 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 no. no, no. no. They're really nice. No, they take Battlefield Battlefleet Gothic and turn it into their little. Bitches. Do they have Eldar? No. So shut the fuck up. You don't. They're gonna have um, what's their pickles? Um, Shaltari. Shaltari. Not their pickles. <laughs> they do have weird pickles. I'll give you that. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, if I could nominate that, but the models are not gonna be out for another year, so it yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, so I think we can leave problem. it at those three. Because realistically, like X Wing doesn't really count. It's not a fleet game, and we've yeah. already. It's a squad-based game. But so, but we've got Armada, so that works really well. So we can go on to the actual voting. Sure. So, Steve, this is one of those situations where I would love to vote Socred, but they don't exist anymore. So <laughs> I will vote uh, Dystopian Wars. Actually, yeah. Mike, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Dystopian Wars just because I love those two fleets I have. What do I will go with Dystopian Wars as well. Win. I'm Your votes no longer matter. <laughs> I'm going to vote for um, Dreadfleet, and I'm going to go get another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Honestly, I've got to well go with I actually the, like uh, that. i got to go with the dystopian as well, because as long as you ignore the horrible Italian fleet... <laughs> <laughs> you told your tongue. That's my wife's, my wife's people in an alternate universe. That doesn't make any sense. With shitty-looking ships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Where the bridges are above the smokestacks, I believe? Yeah. 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 yeah it's but they're really Italian, so they're greasy, so who knows? Yeah. Oh, you're like, you're like, I'm married to one, I can say this, maybe, I think. <laughs> He's a good okay? fella now, it's okay. <laughs> oh, All right, so okay, we're going dystopian. So dystopian Wars is the winner. Uh, going on a small scale. Um, so this is now where I can immediately make my views apparent that I... Battletech. <laughs> let's, no. let's see. One, no, no, no. one nomination for Battletech. No, no. And let's, let's clarify here, because I honestly think that if we talk about the cottage industry of the 3D printed like video yes. game render Battletech, that actually might be a legitimate contender. Yeah, the the fan the fan <laughs> made not commercially available stuff. Is it the drop fleet stuff? Yeah. yeah, he's looking at it now. He's <laughs> Now he's drooling over it. Now he can't <laughs> say they don't look as pretty. <laughs> I really hope you have Apple Care on your iPad because it is yeah. going to get weird over there. There's about four bodily fluids that are going to be covering that thing right away. <laughs> the first three, easy to predict. The fourth will be a surprise. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, what were we looking at? We were talking about Battletech. Oh, no, we weren't. Small scale, small scale. So we got one, one nomination for Battletech. Yeah. Uh, I don't need a reason. I'm going to... Fuck you guys over and nominate uh, Drop Zone Commander. You son of a. I mean, hey, that's a good choice. <laughs> I'm not nominating anyone because you <laughs> nominated the one I was going to pick. Uh, I will also nominate Planet Fall. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. That's in there, too. That's yeah. a, that's a yeah, one's, Which one's that? There's too many games. Planetfall is the Spartan games uh, where they use Firestorm Armada, but uh, Conquest of the Planet. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay, any sales pitches? Uh, or are we just going to go to votes? They have no Sheltari for Drop Fleet. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Anyway, vote. I am no longer interested. Vote for small scale. Steve. What were the nominations? Drop, Drop Zone. Zone. Uh, Drop Zone, done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but for everyone else listening at home, it was Drop Zone Commander, Battletech, and uh, the other game I don't care Dro- about. Planet Planetfall. Stop diddling her kneecap. Wow, wow. And Mike didn't nominate his Robotech stuff that he just bought. You didn't give me a chance to. You jumped right up. I was like, oh, yeah, but you know what? I know it's a niche game right now. It's it's too Would you pick Robotech over Drop Zone? I'd pick Drop Zone over Robotech. There you Robotech go. Drop Zone over Robotech. Okay. So we got two drop zones, Warder? Yeah. I'm going with drop zone as well. Oh. You win! You guys don't matter! It's like the West! Oh. It's all the time. We're Ontario! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- that point. Nice. Actually, that is the east side of the table right now, <laughs> all voting together. <laughs> Fuck the West. You are Ontario! No, no, wait, hold on, hold Does on. Does that make Tom, Tom, what are you voting, Tom? Honestly? <laughs> drop zone. We have to do Dan? it. Dan? 3D rendered Battletech. Oh, no, that's bullshit. You're doing you that just to yeah, piss us off. Yeah, yeah. I now, I actually, honestly know how Ontario feels now. <laughs> you're just fucking with us. All this power is just going to my head right now. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter, but you're being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian because you can vote like three hours later. No, the the reality is, I actually kind of really like the 3D renders for Battletech. But let's no way. So much better. Yes, it is better, but that's the problem. You're seeing Battletech, the actual line, all the stuff you're talking about is, is hilarious. not exactly legal. Is that correct? It's not it's illegal. It's a gray area. No, it's... It's legally ambiguous. <laughs> it's Poland. <laughs> yes. They are made in Poland, if that helps so, clarify the legal But if you had to status. vote on the actual Battletech models... <laughs> I would be dropped. Once again, Mike... Uh, okay. Once again, Mike, it's Poland. What is that? And I have I have twenty five pa- I have twenty five painted legitimate battle necks, so I can say I support the real oh, game dude, too. I'm not touching that pad after what he just did to it. I'm sorry, you, it's you, all yours. Hang on, hang on, I gotta I gotta bring the picture back, Steve. <laughs> I licked it. it. I might have licked the iPad. <laughs> okay, that is a hot so, chip. Oh my god! <laughs> like, didn't is you that the front or the back? That's, that's the, the back. back. Who cares? I'm confused. It's like Nebulon forget all over again. I can't tell from the front or the back. Could you could you imagine doing that though? Like painting it like that, hitting it from the front or the back? No, actually, I kind of want it with no strings attached. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, moving on. Next category. Way to derail conversation. I approve. We are going to move on out of paint or model ranges into paint ranges. Now, before we go any further, do you guys want to separate airbrush paints from brush-on paints? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. So I no. <laughs> no, nope. no. This is not a vote. This is a vote. We're voting all, right, all in favor of separating. Maybe <laughs> it's four to one. Fuck you, Quebec. How, how many? How many ra- like airbrush it's, ranges? Are yeah, but there's, only there's one airbrush there's range two, that people there's care two. about. There's two. There's Minotaur. Two. That's right. But Minotaur. there's one that's going to win. Okay. Uh, <laughs> airbrush paint <laughs> ranges. Pretty obvious. There's Minotaur. Yeah. By Badger, I believe. Badger. Yep. And there is Vallejo Air. Yeah. Do we want to do game and model air? Yeah, let's do it. Why the fuck not? Well, Listen, again, no, we'll split you, the vote. What are you nominating? You can't just nominate everything. I'll nominate game. I'll nominate uh, model model air. Okay. And Anyone want to nominate Minotaur? And Mike already said Minotaur, Minotaur which is not Minotaur. quite right, but it, I find it amusing. I vote very quickly for game air. 
because it has hilarious colors that are bright and ridiculous. And I paint a lot of red that's bright and ridiculous. I... I'm going to lead with one main reason to vote for hobby or model air instead of game air, and it is black metal. Black metal. No, that's is game air, isn't it? No, no, that's model air. Game air is the Citadel Fuck. knockoff range. Oh, Negro metal is important. It's quite possibly the greatest paint on the planet. Not being racist, that's actually its name. It's true. <clears throat> yeah. Mm, I, should I my vote? Did I cast my vote already? You, yeah, you, you pushed mm, it into mm. the box. Black metal up. actually makes me. Ah, this is what happens when you're premature, Steve. I did. I did. I blew my load <laughs> way too early. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll keep with. I'll keep with gamer. Uh, I'm gonna go game. Mm, two. Oh, wait. What did you guess? Did you guess two to one. one I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Valeo Modeler. It is two to two. They have way more colors in the range, including a shitload of awesome metallics. Throw down Minotaur for a runoff. Oh, and they also have all the surface primers in the Valeo Modeler as well. Yeah, they do. But on top of that, all of the amazing ochre colors and earth, like it's just everything you want. Stop selling for, it. I got neon green, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I paint everything neon green. You should. That's my ammo. If you're going to paint uh, yellow uh, Imperial Fist, you're going to want neon green. No, this. that's incorrect. I'm going with model air. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Now you know what it feels like to be out west. Yeah, we are west right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so the winner is Vallejo model air because we had to really stretch to get three. <laughs> okay, so moving on to brush on paint. Wait, wait, wait. You know, we should go back really quickly and just say <clears throat> you really want to get serious about airbrushing. Oil paints. None of the latex stuff. Acrylics are not conducive to airbrushing if you want to get really, really hardcore about it. Yeah, and especially if But you're this doing, is this is like from But also especially if you're doing military at all. If you're doing any kind of yeah. military, you have to do oil paints. But I think if you're gonna go like a democracy voting standard, it's already been what done. we just did. This is the this is the uh, dictatorship takeover. No, no, this is this is like hardcore. No, no. In my paints. in my riding in this election, we didn't have a candidate for every party. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. We only had the Wild Rose, the PCs, and the NDP. Oh, you didn't have a liberal. No, we didn't have a liberal. Liberals we didn't have an liberal party. Like half I'm gonna go with if you're painting candidates. oil paints. That's that's green. Yeah, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to the brush ons. Any nominations? Play P3. There we go. There's two Vallejo and P3. Well, are we going to split Vallejo again? GW. No, I think we should just keep the Vallejo brushes all together. Now Games Workshop. There we go. There's Second three. nomination. Yeah. That'd be the third. Wait, wait. Who was the first? The first one? God damn it. <laughs> we have P3, Vallejo, and Citadel. Oh, okay. I didn't hear P3. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw. Okay, here I am. Actually, torn because you know what? I like the colors in one, but I like I know, the this, application this one of another. The, this is the strategic voting one. Yeah. I think where nobody's gonna want to vote first. Yeah, no. Okay, so this is how it's gonna work, guys. Yeah. What we're gonna do is, do we have? I just remember that Oreos in my pocket, and they're getting melty and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Can you grab me a beer while you're up there? It's mm, empty. Melty it's Oreo. Empty. I don't know oh, what reminded this, me this, of Oreo. This is podcasting at its finest, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, All right, so for for paints, brush on. Do we have any sales pitches for any of these paint ranges? Okay, then my thing is colors for Citadel. I like. I'm just because I'm used to it, they and that is the only reason I like the colors. Citadel. I'm used to them. I would Citadel. say they probably have the biggest breadth of range currently. Yeah, like they have like five purples, which is insane. Yeah, because they have the gray purples, and then the intense purples, and the dark purples. If purples and turquoises are your measure, Citadel wins, and those are important measures. Especially because they look beautiful together. Yep. Yep. But the other thing, side of it is, is Vallejo has 
droppers. And you know what? I'm a big fan of droppers now. I, I wish... Uh, Steve, you're splooging. You're splooging. Wow. You've lost containment, warp yeah. core breach. <laughs> wow. Good thing fat place. mats are spill resistant. <laughs> Very good thing. Anyway, we were talking about podcast. Warp core breach. Yes. Warp core breach. Well, I'm just saying that I really like <laughs> dropper <laughs> applications. That's all. Okay, so that makes sense. Uh, any other sales pitches? Um, I'll go for P3, uh, Coal Black. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sanguine Base. Yeah. And uh, Troll Blood Highlight. I rest my case. Sold! <laughs> no, it's only Coal Black. It's the one that gets me in Battlefield no. Brown. Battlefield Brown gets the um, honorary mention. Honorary mention, yeah. No, but seriously, Coal Black and Troll Highlight, or Troll Blood ba- Base and or Highlight. Yeah, they're both actually really awesome. GW Oranges. That's a big deal really for me, okay? Squig Orange. I'll, I'll back no. you for Squig Orange. Too yep. brown. Nope, it's perfect. It's awesome. Democracy sucks. Okay, how about this? this. <laughs> I'm going to throw a wrench into this. Let's talk about Vallejo game color for a second. How they copied all the colors from Citadel that I don't want. Warlock purple. <laughs> that is a good color. That's a good color. No they one don't here. Make it anymore. No one here. Really? Vallejo game color just make Warlock purple? Yeah, okay, well, what do they call it? Warlock purple. No, it, no, it's not warlock purple. It's like no any of the one, purple or something. No, like fifty wizard purple. Any of the something. ones that are ambiguous enough of a name where yeah. it's referencing something that Games Workshop couldn't trademark. Yeah, they straight up rip, ripped off. Is it warlock purple? Straight up. I think it very well. I, I think it's something like mage purple. Like I think it's like very close, but clearly the same shade and a modicum different name. I like how there's like electrifying blue. Yeah, <laughs> is it an electric blue or whatever the fuck it was? <laughs> Lightning blue. Lightning blue. That's well, they right. used to have both actually. That's true. So it could be either. Could go either way. I'm gonna go with GW because I love GW and they taste good. Oh, my pocket's all full of melty Oreo. <laughs> tell me, tell me right now that GW paints don't taste the best to eat. Uh, that's false. It's to me a clear. Shining gold used to be. To me a clear. To me a clear. High five that. <laughs> to me a clear does taste like vodka. And, no flavored. Vodka, but too bad it wasn't nominated. So Steve votes for GW. Mm, uh, no, I'm gonna re-nominate I'm, because there's somebody already nominated GW before I got even a chance. To. <laughs> Okay. Who nominated GW before me? Just you. No, it wasn't me. You did. It wasn't, it wasn't was me. You, you yelled across you. from you yelled across. Went upstairs, got beer, came back down, was belligerent. Gonna go with Tamia Claire is what I nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like Tamia, but just Tamia Claire. So it's a write-in vote, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's a write-in. You, know you have Not ruined on your the ballot. ballot. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what, at this point in time... You might as well cast a vote for the Senate. For all the good it's gonna be. <laughs> you know what? I will. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Tamiya Clear as my favorite color of paint range. Blood and blue. So wait, That's all you need. you're nominating it and then voting for it right away. Yeah, smoke. Okay, all right. Tamiya Smoke. Okay, so so three paints. So Steve only votes paints Tamiya. you need to paint models. <laughs> Tom? I gotta go P3. Uh, it's probably the paint quality is the highest out of any range that it's I've used. the most consistently high. Does yeah. it chunk up like blood when you make Tamiya Clear and Smoke, though? Um, okay, here's the thing. I only put blood on about 60% of my models. <laughs> I put P3 on all of my models. But does it chunk up, though? No. So you're going to vote for P- for Tamiya Claire. Okay, <laughs> continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, my- math is hard! <sighs> uh, my vote's probably for P3, because they have the colors that I can So it's 2-1 to one one right now. <laughs> it's really 2-0. For Tamiya Claire. No, no, no. Continue no, no. on. <laughs> Ward? No. Tom voted This for is P3. called... This is turning Mike, into Florida. Mike is next. Co-opting Mike is democracy. Vallejo. I'm going off on the side. I'm going for the third party. Mike goes for Vallejo. Interesting. Okay. 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 All right. So it's 2-1-1. One, one. 
Ward, you're you can you can make this to me a clear. Let's do this. Let's talk about to me a clear. I'm I'm splitting the vote even more. I'm going GW. To me, clear wins. No, P three wins. P three wins. Minority government. First past the post, bitches. It's majority. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, P three. Tom voted P three. No, he didn't. I did. I really did. (laughs) Okay, so P three. Moving on to the next category is glue. Which one smells best? There's GW. How solidly can you glue your eyelids together? I've done that before. It is awful. <laughs> Super glue fumes can glue your eyelids together when you blink. It's a thing. D- don't watch. Don't. Well, you won't watch that because you'll be blind. So yep. be careful about that. Yeah, that's that's like the most terrifying 15 wow. seconds of your life when your eyelids are stuck together. Wow. I'm yeah, gonna go shit. with uh, mercury <laughs> adhesives and nominate them. Yep. Mercury adhesives is one of the only uh, brands of glue where I've ever finished a bottle before it turned to rock. Yep, which exactly. like never happens. So somebody pick another one. <laughs> I don't think right. there's one to pick because there's GW. The if you want three milliliters at a time for like for the price, mercury adhesive is you know half what? We the were price talking about for that? twice the quantity, and you can get it in thin, medium, or thick. Yes. But the thing about you can get it in thick, lay <laughs> it on thick, and you can also get it in the bigger bottles if size matters to you. Yeah, I will so like say the girth and the volume overall. The other one that isn't, in, I've already nominated one, so I can't go back. Ooh, oh, oh, the, 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 the. <laughs> that's not a model glue. You're just talking about making blood. <laughs> no, making saliva. Yeah, bloody saliva. Bloody saliva. What's wrong with that? It's Everybody's had a little bit of bloody saliva in their lives, especially if they're painting a Moloch. You're painting a Moloch. You've got a lot of saliva. Okay, but I'm just gonna life. say we're sticking to super glue adhesives, or just glue that you use to put models together. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there is there one candidate? Alone? Like, is it Mercury? Well, like, it? we have G-Dub, we've got Mercury, there is Gorilla Glue I know okay. a lot of people use. Great radio, put up your hand if you like Mercury. Yay, everybody except for... So what? it wins, Mercury so Jesus. We're, we're butchering democracy like a true conservative Alberta situation. Yep, pretty good. much. Mercury wins. This is good. There's only one candidate, it wins. Because GW had no hope. <laughs> None at all. Ten dollars um, for like one eighth of an ounce. On the top, I thought that was a good but idea. But if you don't want it to dry out, GW is your business. Yeah, because you can't possibly have it last long enough to dry out. You'll finish like two models and be like, "Well, I need more glue." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like actually, I think I did have one of those one eighth of an ounce bottles because I didn't know it was completely empty. I thought there was actually going to be things in that bottle, so I actually think it did go dry on me. But it had, like, nothing in it. Yeah, it started basically empty, so it didn't really matter. But it was, yeah, it was a colossal mm. mistake. Yeah. I made a poor choice. On the topic of one-sided votes, airbrushes. <laughs> oh, I'll nominate Pash. Who? Pash. Oh, right, right, Pash. <laughs> Iwata. There we go. Oh, well, that's right. the obvious one. I'm going to nominate the Hand Flamer. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Oh, <laughs> that was a thing that I owned. <laughs> Oh, Do you want to use it right now? Because I might have a can of propellant, maybe. I use it to pistol life. whip someone, but that's about it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I totally still have a hand flamer somewhere, and I've never been—I've never dared to use it because I don't trust it. I don't think we continued on with you use it to pistol whip someone. Not, not to have, but I would. Oh, okay. I thought you said like you've done this before, and I was like. Did you just not have a hammer? Because that was much better. I got fired from Games Workshop. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Not actually true. So you got Pash, Iowa, the GW Hand Flamer. <laughs> Do we have anybody else for the fifth nomination? Uh, uh, fourth? Yeah, Badger. That is difficult. Fourth nomination. Fifth? Whatever. No one really cares. 
Badger, okay. Hand Flamer, Iwata, and Pash. Four nominations. Four. Let's go with some voting. I'm gonna go. Steve. <laughs> I got a I got a wicked Pash. It's, it's a grab or uh, not a gravity feed. It's a suction feed. I've used it for years. It worked. It was $180. I bought the Iwata Neo for $60. It's better. In every single way. Yeah. So I don't need your life story. I just need your vote. <laughs> Iwata. <laughs> Iwata. All right. Iwata. Okay. Iwata. Tom? It rhymes with Sawada, so yeah. you can't even Yeah, he's, he's just voting based on uh, <laughs> It's my people, here. man. <laughs> <laughs> the, ry- the rhyming game. Uh, I got to go with Iwata. Yeah, I've actually got one of the expensive Iwata brushes, too. I've got the HP, CS, and the Neo, and they're both awesome. So I'm going with Iwata. And this one is a clean sweep. I also vote Iwata. So for that Holy shit! It's like the NDP right Five now. Votes can we Iwata. can we talk a little bit about the hand flamer, though, and no. how hilarious it is? No. Well, especially if you're painting <laughs> scenery from like, and you have, like, 30 seconds, no, but you it'll be fine. <laughs> but you, you have, have to have spend a million dollars on compressed air that lasts about four seconds. You can oh, also get an adapter oh, and look. use it with a compressor. Oh, look, my can gets really cold and stops spraying. No, but that's, that's when you put in a can of po- pot of boiling water <laughs> and hope it doesn't explode and kill everyone inside. <laughs> I, like, I worked for GW at the time of the release, and, like, it was like, oh, well, how much, like, canned air are you guys writing off? You guys need to stop doing that. It's just like, well, you guys made really? this. You made this. You got shut down from writing off too much canned there, air. There was a lot of canned air being written But, off. like, I have a compressor, and it comes. It came with a fitting that attaches to the hand flamer. Which, which was I've really, never once used compressed air. It was never even an option. But it was really No, but they sold break. compressed air. I know, but, like, you can attach the hand flamer to a compressor, which any sane no, individual would do. You're right. But if you have to buy a $180 compressor versus a $10 can I already air, had one from my HPCS. No, but I didn't. And I bought one and was like, this is amazing. Oh, I'm out of canned air. <laughs> what the fuck do I do now? I well, guess buy well. another one? Well, you could just really work on your lung power and just <laughs> <laughs> take the hose in your mouth and see what happens. Remember, you're an expert saxophone player. So I am an expert saxophone player. Okay. You should have this. Okay, so... Let me tell you about my jazz flute. Nope. Moving on. Uh, the next category is going to be terrain. Now, oh. the question I have... Oh, this one's going to be split. This one's going to be a tight one. Do we want to separate no. pre-painted versus non-pre-painted? No. 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 It's just maybe. terrain. I like voting for maybe. No. no. Okay. No. Democracy wins. Uh, so terrain. Mike, what are you nominating? Terrain. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not all this... Wait, wait, just a second. Uh, before, you, before you say it, this is not Matt's. No, Mass is, is coming this up is next. Okay, different. good. Okay. I feel like this is a no-brainer. Uh, foreground stuff for Drop Zone is amazing. Ooh, I think there's actually some oh. competition there's, here. There's, this one's and they do have the great Malfo stuff. Yes, yeah, so we have foreground. And I will nominate Battlefield in a Box for cheap and pre-painted and 40k approved, which is I'm sure Steve is loving that right now. <laughs> is it a shoe box that's huge? Because otherwise it's not 40k approved anymore. That's true. That's very true. It needs to be massive to hide a knight. Tom, any nominations? Um, I'm going to say Pegasus Hobbies. For the stuff that For is... For a pity boat? <laughs> no, because they do a bunch of really nice pre-painted cottages and fences and crates and barrels. Mm. For Malifaux. And if Well, no, if anything you want to scatter train for. Like if you Malifaux and War Machine. Malifo, War okay. Machine, 40k, Fantasy, all kinds of stuff that's really useful. The real question is, what terrain should I get for my Lord of the Rings collection? 
<laughs> you should probably jump off of a bridge. I'm going to nominate... I would have to buy the bridge and then jump off it. I'm so. going to nominate quarter-inch MDF. What? Foam core. That's, those are not really? the same thing. Like, Medium no, density no, fiber like, no, no, and foam no, core. I meant, I meant foam core. You're, foam you're core. talking about building your own foam yeah, core? Yeah, build your own. Because uh, there's nothing you cannot make for scenery without... Uh, with. I'm, th- I'm thinking though, the quad sphere. I'm thinking the quad. <laughs> you guys don't make that. It would be shave that shit down. Difficult. You shave this shit down and roll into a ball. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking the quality on that is really low. No, I disagree. I disagree because really, me and you will make the same piece of terrain and it'll be identical. I know what I what I mean for quality. If it's identical, is game it'll quality. be a tie. Because most that's the of the stuff of identical is the same. Most of the stuff at uh, at. The LDO was done with that like quarter inch uh, foam core. It's and also it, not a company. No, it's not. But I, the reason I say you should buy that is if you're going to play 40k or any game, you can make whatever you need out of that, and it's going to be cheap. All right. Cheaper. So Steve just voted for the Green Party. Uh, I will come up with the best one here, and that is Tabletop World. Oh, Tabletop <laughs> World. Okay, now you guys are all just spending things? a lot of money. That, we're not, I mean, we're not, I will we're never not, how else? I voted for the money. Green Party. No. How else are you going to buy your train and still get a ton of money to smoke weed? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> the, the objective of this fair, is like, not even what, is, what is the best? It's environmental awareness with fiscal. Right. What is the best? Can, can, okay, let's, 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 <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Let's, <laughs> gold is best. <laughs> Let's let's put a picture of your foam core beside a picture oh, yeah. of tabletop. Board. No, don't get me wrong. It's right? shit. So like, but will the tabletop stuff hide a wraith knight? No. no. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Depending on the no, piece. No, real question. Real question. Coaching in. It's like bigger than your entire table. And Do you have ten million dollars to t- fill Steve, in? Money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. Okay, I can fix this. Will they blend? <laughs> The foam core will blend. You can make whatever the fuck you want blend out of that I'm shit. Pre- I'm just pretty, cut it up, put sure it on one. All the train will blend if you needed it to. But no, tabletop world. Quality, amazing. The guys are actually taking like stone pieces. They're refining their processes and making better stone pieces. But does it do a good burnout? You know what? Not I feel as good as you. like this ward. My argument here is they to me sound like the Communist Party. They're perfect in theory. But when it actually comes to affording it and putting you, the time and effort to making you, it work, foam core. Are you kidding me? Foam core. You no are the way. communist. Why? Okay, why, vote, why are vote. we introducing money at an aspect right now? You're the communist. Doesn't party. matter. Never, why are we introducing money? Why? Why aren't we just picking the best looking terrain? I thought that was the objective of this. the best looking political. We system. never really classified this guy is communist. How we're evaluating it? We just said best. throw war yeah, out. So, so vote for Which it. Which is funny because I'm the one wearing a communist party T-shirt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're actually the communists having a party. Lenin's got a lampshade on his head. No, classic, not Lenin. That's classic, uh, you know, Karl right Marx. There. Karl Marx has a lampshade on his head. Yeah. Lenin has a party hat. <laughs> Stalin is looks pretty dour as usual. He's just hanging out in the back, being miserable. <laughs> I kind of like Mao Zedong, just like. <laughs> no, Karl Marx has a lampshade on his. That guy is a that guy's a beauty. He's the party. Yeah, he's totally popping the horns. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Anyways, uh, are there any other? Okay, let's talk about go? not the communist party that has. The communist no, no, let him nominate it, and then I'll just won't vote for it. I he's feel like the elitist. communist party would be the foam core because it is the most accessible for everyone. I was just kind of more it's amazing in practice, but never actually practical. I know, but mm. like these metaphors can work mm. both ways. This they is can. why politics is hard. <laughs> okay, I'm voting foam core. <laughs> Steve, Jesus, Steve foam throws core. away his vote. Give me some foam core. Tom, I'm happy, Tom. Oh man, I gotta go with Battlefield in the Box. Oh, why not Foam Core? You can make because anything you Battlefield want. Battlefield in the Box is super inexpensive and immediately usable, 
and it works for dozens of different games. So those rocky hard. outcroppings are usable in almost every single the game I've poops. ever played. Little or poops. I've got the non-poops. They're little like poops. The, I know. They're really pointy. Jag- do you like poops, poops on your table? Because you could do that with just taking a poop J- on your table. J- jagged gray poop. Okay, so we've got one for foam core, which <laughs> we should never <laughs> let Steve drink. Uh, <laughs> foam core is the best. The box. One for Battle Four, Foreground. I'm going foreground. Okay. On oh, foam core. I'm torn. This is this is difficult between Damn. tabletop world and battlefield in a box. Let me talk to you about the time. Okay, okay. Wait. I'm gonna say tabletop world, so that way Dan has to split. You yeah. Said yeah. He's he's got to vote for the. Top Remember that time that you were the terrain master of foam core at GW. You and Fabian I'm painting it. I'm painting it. That was kind of you and pain, Fabian yes. crushed the foam core. I don't remember Fabian. Doing it was all it was me. It was me and Dan. <laughs> it was really okay. Warden Dan. Right. <laughs> Fabian was probably pretty good. I, I would. Fabian was awesome. This. He's one of my favorite humans of all. Fa- I love you, Fa- but you probably didn't do much. You Fabian would ask kids for cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> he did ask children for cheeseburgers. <laughs> true. I will verify true. that. I'll, I'll back off of my. My foam core. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna tie my horse to that guy, <laughs> I'm not in. So Dan, uh, are you going for beautiful and super expensive, or looks great, already finished and cheap? Looks looks adequate. Are you talking about foam core? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, I'm probably gonna have to give a very razor thin edge to Battlefield in a box. Yes. Oh! Because I have a bunch of it, and everything that I have from them I love and wish I had more of. Where I can't say the same from any of my other strain manufacturers. Really? I think and versatility, I think, is what... Like, basic aesthetics are cost aside. The battlefield in the box is so versatile. At the end of the day, Ward, if I actually played any games that would use fantasy terrain, I would probably have voted for them. But I, I love the terrain. It is amazing. Hopefully, if they still had that factory Dude, you can, you can make yeah. out with him later. Let's hopefully, continue on to the next topic. Hopefully the companies that you guys work for like do like eye exams so you guys can get your eyes checked. <laughs> so... Anyway, I do have very basic eyeglass coverage from the government. You should, so. you should continue on. Have new glasses okay, in like so four years. Uh, next category, is, and this is going to be really bad because this whole episode is us yelling over each other. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, so go team. Uh, game mats. Uh, okay, this is I will throw. Out, I will throw out a nomination first because I know what Steve's going to pick. I don't know why you wouldn't pick my. What I'm, I'm going to say, Deep Cut Studios. <laughs> why? Why? Again, versatility, if you guys are all about that. Well, it's, it's a multi-spectrum thing. They have way more sizes, way more options. You can get custom mats done up if you want. Uh, the designs look good. Everybody's super excited for it. So, I'm going to say deep cut. Okay, well, fat mats, they're the best. They make everything. They're made out of the same stuff you would go diving in a wetsuit in or have a mouse pad made of. So... If you're in a pinch to go diving, <laughs> I love that. how the mental image of the people <laughs> using wetsuits Just and mouse pads are so polar opposite. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. But whatever you want to do, you're good. Or putting I people using sh- mouse pads I have demonstrated how good these are. I've smelled a shitload of beer and it has not dried on it yet because you. <laughs> this is made out of science. And <laughs> alcohol is repelled from this surface. Because of science. <laughs> because of science. So okay, science so we've right got now. we've got the and I'm going to tell you right now if you don't vote Fat Matt, I will just full on military coup. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, I will nominate the Kickstarter that I've backed a couple of times. That I, the one that I don't know how to pronounce, the DS apostrophe T O N E. This is What I love is you backed it a couple of times because they don't show up at your door ever. I think well, it's I'm, not the, I'm always Distone. <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of weird Italian. <laughs> Super whoppy. <laughs> Bye, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, she went back upstairs. She can't hear us. But, she can't come um, down here. She doesn't have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, but, you're sleeping on the couch today, buddy. <laughs> but yes, that, that would definitely be my vote. I own way more of theirs than anybody else's, and I'm super happy with them. That, that's my nomination, slash vote, because I skip steps. Okay, How well, does it, anything? I don't have anything to add, because I don't actually know a lot of other map things after that. Okay, so on to the voting, because I honestly know who I'm voting for. Okay. So I'll start it off. I've got to go with um, Deep Cut for one reason, one reason alone. They, or two. There's so much cheaper. Or two, whichever. That, than a lot of other manufacturers Not out there. Hard. They're very affordable and easy to get. And the other thing is the company themselves makes mats for every game I can think of. That's not a that's not a redeeming quality. So does no the qu- no the quality is super high. You can get anything you want from them, yeah. in any size, and they're really inexpensive. So you just and they're super durable kay. as well. That sounds like a lot of reasons. I was gonna say everything about that is fat mat except for the inexpensive part. So sure, okay. No, yeah. fat mat doesn't have the same variety unless there, you're playing forty k. There's, there's a wider, no, they do. No, there's a wider variety for deep cut. There they have water. More. They have space. They have fantasy. They have forty k. They they but, have one water. Deep cut has like three different waters. Okay, fair enough. And but they also do you need more than one water. Deep cut only does one three by three. Or sorry, not deep cut. Uh, fat mat. Whereas deep cut's got like seven. No, they do a ton of three by threes. No, just one. Maybe no. two. Just Maybe one. Two. Trust nope. me, I checked recently. They have all the. Uh, Is that a change mats? in the last like two weeks? No, no not not space mats. Fuck space mats. I'm talking about Malifaux. Oh, you're okay. They have one. Sure. There you go. Okay, so Tom votes for deep cut. Deep cut. Steve. Fat Matt. Fat Matt. Mike. Way better. Deep Qual- cut. Oh. For this, for many reasons that you have listed, in addition to the fact that they're generally available and not just a Kickstarter, yeah, deep cut. Wow. And I also vote for deep cuts. You guys so, suck so and are terrible at gaming. Suck it, PCs. <laughs> if they, I'm gonna tell you right had, now, if they had the smaller versions, I would have they actually do. vote for them. No, but I mean more variety. They do. They do. They have three styles in, or. Let's say five styles. So, in Steve, a is, so Steve has brought the unsubstantiated campaign promises to the table. They have. So we are again. We're in true all democracy. Of us, all of us right in the East Coast, right Ma- here. Material wise, Infinity. They have more Infinity mats than anybody else. Who does? Uh, they have Infinity specific mats Two. as well as drop zone Two. specific mats. Two. For yeah, well, I could talk about mats by Mars that has Malifaux specific mats. Yeah, but, but if it's, but if I if, but no I, one cares about if I was to give them a design of a city and said like, hey, can you make a fat mat out of this? What would their answer be? Yes, that is incorrect. Let's <laughs> 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 try You are lying on your campaign promises right now. On the topic of campaign promises, the next category is community support. So this is going to be rating. Oh no! Like game manufacturers on how well they engage their community to play their games and support the players who are currently giving them money. So, Steve, would you like to nominate anyone? Yeah, I'll nominate Infinity. 
<laughs> is the game. It's Corvus Belli, isn't it? Manufacturer. The ITS. Infinity Tournament System. Yes, but you can actually. No, but the company's Corvus Belli, right? Corvus Belli is the company. But I'm fucking not on NGW. Get the fuck away from me. So, Corvus Belli is nominated for their ITS system. Okay, so what makes that ITS system so interesting? What do they do? They actually talk to their players and support it, which nope. is, sounds like not much, but in my world, that's fucking crazy. But is it a lot of different scenarios? Is yes, it a yep. there's a lot of scenarios. There's yep. packs that they uh, do every year or every uh, seasonal, actually, isn't it's, it? Uh, it's every year they'll come out with like different seasonal things. Mm-hmm. You can sign up and have an international ITS number. Yep. Tournaments can sign up for an ITS number as well, so they can cross-reference yep. for that. Uh, it is international, so there is different sections of the world that has. Uh, it's basically that. the the ITC for 40k, except officially sponsored by the company. Yes. Wow, and so they've got both regional and which national. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So they so they they've got rallies? North America, they've got uh, Spain and um, Europe. So well, the question I have, the question I have for you. Is. Okay, I just want to say about, about Corvus Belli, this blows me away that they can figure this out, that this is something that people may want, whereas GW does understand that there are people that actually play their game that want to play it competitively, and they have to rely on third-party groups that do an incredible job, that work really hard, um, but aren't supported by the company and completely get fucked around now, all the time. Okay, just as a quick this response is to unreal that. unreal how much better it is to play a game system that cares about their game in a competitive setting. But it's such a different scale. Like, keep that in mind. I'm not defending Games Workshop here, but you can't take a game that has such a small foothold of players internationally and compare their behaviors to Games Workshop. Sure, but GW could take a modicum of that, like a very small amount, and say, hey, you know what? We have people that want to play a competitive game system. We release Escalation. We release Planetfall. Let's release a... Then they have to be accountable to their rules. How to play a tournament game. (laughs) One source. Okay, let's just stop talking about Games Workshop now. Games Workshop... They're so not even close to the running here. No one here... If anybody nominates Games Workshop in this group right now, I'm going to fucking punch you. Okay, so the question (laughs) I have for you that's actually on point for the ITS. So they've got the ranking system. Yes. At the end of a season, does it matter? Is it just bragging rights? Or no, how does, what, what's the point of having points with them? They're, they have winners for each of the categories. Uh, they've done artwork for each of those winners as well, and I'm pretty sure that you win some swag with it. Are we? No, wait, just let me say this right now. Are we nominating only parent companies that are doing a tournament? Yeah, so it's, I, it's an actual manufacturer okay. yeah. that makes a game and supports it. Because the yeah. community can be great anywhere, but that's so regionally dependent that it's so a yeah, ITC. Sure. The ITC is fantastic, but again, it's not GW. You sure? Okay, I, I got that. Yeah. I don't think we have enough acronyms. Just putting that out there. Okay. Yeah, this is right. reminding me of way too much of work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, any other nominations? ITS? Uh, no, no, no Fantasy Flight games for the Star Wars. Yep, yeah, I will definitely back you for Fantasy is Flight. That, that's, that's a big... So I nominated sales. ITS, you nominated name Flight. Do you have a Fantasy sales Flight? pitch for yeah. Fantasy Flight? Uh, no, I just... It's there. They get... Because the, I think we do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, please, please, sales Go ahead, Dan. You nominated it, they're going to sell it. I guess. <laughs> it's teamwork. You've, um, got, you've got campaign workers. Yeah, so there we go. One of, my, right. <laughs> one of my favorites for... One of my favorites for Fantasy Flight and the way that they support the tournament scene... Is for starters, they actually plan and time their release schedule into the tournament season. So even if new releases come out, they don't actually 
like via FAQ make them tournament legal until the current tournament season is kind of done a lot of the time. So like so like the wave five stuff that came out, so like Dash Randar and the Decimator, like when it came out at Gen Con, you couldn't use it in the fall tournaments because it was not generally available yet. That's really cool. So I they like actually they actually have that forethought of, hey, let's not have a brand new, like, groundbreaking product come out a week before regionals. They don't do Weird. That. And it, it works out quite well. Weird. Okay. Yeah. The, the That's other the common uh, tournament thing for 40K, where you have an independent <laughs> tournament. They say you have to have, like, 30 days. Yeah. But GW doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, the other awesome thing with them is that they also have seasonal packages that they get released. So there's, like, spring, a fall, yeah, tournament kits tournament. that you can purchase through um, retailers. Which is awesome. You get a little bit of swag, bragging rights. Um, they've got... Uh, different levels of championship play as well. So they've got your basic store championship levels up to, like, a regionals, nationals, and then worlds. And they also have game night kits, which not, can either be used for league play or one-off tournaments. Okay. And all their tournament packages as well, they come with, like, posters with, like, spots on the poster to put, like, the date and time and information and stuff. So they actually have the promotional materials for the event organizers done up in the kits as well, which cool. is really neat. I think there was, like, sign-up sheets and stuff like that a lot of the time as well, so... Okay, so you three are all nominating Fantasy Flight. I... Well, yeah. No, okay. well, there's, there's, there's other I, things. There's other now, things. Now, do you want to nominate something else? Battletech. Uh, I will nominate Private Gear Press. <laughs> Can I give the spiel for this one? Yeah, absolutely. So the thing about Private Gear Press, which is why I think as great as these other systems are, is why they are so much better, is that not only do they support tournament play in various formats, where they have their basic steamrollers... They have the hardcore style for people that don't want the steamroller. They have the master's event, which for people that want something a little bit more prestigious. These are all readily available packs that have all swag prize support for all of them. On top of that, they've got their league packages, which do, which have fluffy, uh, interesting mechanics built in for the casual gamers that don't want tournament play. They have a journeyman league kit, which is geared towards getting people into the game, which has very specific rules for that. Yeah, they building also, up and starting and painting and all that. On stuff. top of that, they, much like Games Workshop used to have, they do have their lock and load event every year, which is basically like Games Day. And at all of the major cons in North America, as well as internationally now, they do have what's called the Iron Gauntlet, which is their biggest, most prestigious event. So if you compete in... Uh, all of the Iron Gauntlet events, and if you win at one of those ones at the start of the or throughout the year, they have a finals for it at Lock and Load, which not only do they have amazing swag for, and they give out shirts for guys that qualify, but they also live cast a lot of those videos online. So this is a company that supports every single level of interaction with their game. Fantasy Flight does a lot of that stuff at Worlds as well, where they have crazy prize support and they do um, Twitch feeds as well for top tables yeah, yeah for a lot of times it's not necessarily the top tables like the f- intro rounds might just be like a random game or a game of interest and then once you get to the top yeah like the top four top eight sort of a thing you get yeah ob- obviously yeah. the only people playing are the people that are still in the running at that point so like you can go on you can go on and watch like the world championship matches and stuff which is super cool the thing that well, the real point for me is what I'm when I'm talking about all the levels I mean they have a system set up to engage every style of player they have. From very casual, uh, beginners, all the way up to the most elite tournament players. And like they've me. got support for all of it. I play so much War Machine. And, well, yeah. And they even do, <laughs> like, all at Lock and Load, they also have a painting competition. Like, they just really support That's their... That's true, too. 
Uh, they just really support their game, and even in the Steamroller pack, there are variants as well built in, so if you want to ha- have different formats, you can. And every year, they write a bunch of new scenarios to deal with all of the new models that have been released and to kind of help bend the meta, so it's always new and exciting. And they take a lot of player interaction because they release all it. of the new scenarios. <laughs> like, they're just, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Last nomination, I'm going to also oh nominate God. Malifaux's Gaming, Gaming Grounds. It's, it's honestly, dude, it doesn't compare to the other ones. It's a nomination. <laughs> you already nominated one. You nominated the Green Party. Let's continue on. Okay, so voting. We've got to come up with a new metaphor. That one's I, been used a little bit. Uh, the Alberta Party. There we go. <laughs> or apparently right. the Liberals. Their heart's the right place. <laughs> no so, so we have ITS, no uh, Fantasy Flights. So I nominated the ITS. Privateer Press. Yeah. I nominated you nominated Cor- Corvus Belly. For yep. Yeah. Yeah. I actually will vote for Privateer Press. Okay, one for Privateer Press. Privateer Press. What? I'm the always last one now. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I got my fingers. Well, sharp. I, I gotta go Privateer Look Press. Look at how sharp yeah. Sharp is. Go, <laughs> go, there you I go. gotta go Privateer Press. Okay, Dan? Well, now that it doesn't matter, I'll say Fantasy Flight. I would have said them anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, I agree, Privateer Press. Um, it just has way more options as a tournament organizer yeah. and gives Dan's you... Dan's totally right, though. Fantasy Flight's hucking in this. Privateer Press pushes... Mm-hmm. Their game system yeah. in terms of a competitive environment they really do. hard. They do. I'm not a big fan of it's not my favorite game, but, no, but they, they do really job. do support their community yeah, involvement better than anyone. Better better give them kudos Mike. for that, right? That is definitely they do the one a phenomenal job, yeah. Mike. That yeah. is definitely yeah. the one aspect of War Machine that I'm envious of as I'm playing other game systems. Yeah. Is that level of tournament support and different different yeah. types of tournaments, different types of scenarios. And everything is fairly well balanced and competitive. It, they do have a good tournament scene. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and the fantasy flight side of things, they do a very good job too. But they just don't have the size. I think that uh, Private Press. Uh, Hilarious enough, I'm pretty sure Fantasy Flight's a larger company. <laughs> no, I mean, in terms of player overall, base, yeah, player base for well, allegedly, for allegedly, X-wing outsells Warma Hordes according to independent retailers across North America in the surveys every year. Really? Yeah. Um, X-wing, I think, took the number two slot, which is number two to 40k. And by how much, we have no idea. It could be by, like, a country mile. The only difference anything. is that War Machine and Hordes are counted separately, and they're three and four. So if you amalgamated them, they might actually topple the X-Wing. It's definitely possible. It's Either way. Either way, they both have substantial player bases. Yes. Yeah. And they, they both all, do we, a good job. We both say, though, that the Privateer Press is the most interactive with their They give you yeah. by far the most yeah. ways Lock to play and, the game. I mean, all you have yes. to do is look at Lock and Load. Lock and Load alone speaks for the way they treat their player base. Yeah, I'm so excited for Lock and Load. Yes. I kind of want to go, but I, mm, mm, mm. we'll see. Well, yeah, you have to buy car parts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. For those that don't know, I might have exploded my transmission tonight. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's more than a few armies costs. Uh, next up will be brushes. Uh, is this really a contest for this group? Are we, are we really going to actually do this? <laughs> I feel like we could just say Windsor Newton and move on. Yep. Okay, much. moving on. Series Move's 7, on. win. Yeah. Let's, next topic. <laughs> uh, primer. We've done this one till it's beat on the, beat to death. I, okay, I, I think this has to be split into like a very specific subset. Um, black, white, gray, go. No. Okay, black, chaos black, white, um, uh, why, Tamiya. why would, Tamiya. Why would Tamiya. you Tamiya. prime Tamiya. white? White's Tamiya, gray. And gray's Tamiya as well. Tamiya. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Is anybody uh, actually with a gonna... very close second for Mr. Surface Primer? Mr. Surface, <laughs> Mr. Hobby is amazing. <laughs> like the the Mr. Surface Primer. Anything Mr. is okay. probably pretty okay. good. Okay, so now take all three of those primers that you different. talked about: the Tamea and the GW. Which primer works better? Do I have to pick just one? Yes, that is the point. Which is your go-to primer? Chaos Black GW. Chaos Black GW. Depending on the yes, year, Chaos Black GW. But you know what? It, <laughs> That that's kind of a shit we have, thing. Wait, we have because three? if I have something that's super fine detail, I won't I won't use the black. I will actually go to Tamiya. You get one vote. Tamiya. Okay, all right. Okay, three to one. Chaos black primer. Four, one. Four to one. Chaos, Chaos black primer Mike, also smells the best. Oh, it's true. Mike is the better painter though of all of us. He's got sure. more. He has more, more detail taste. on the blacks. Mike knows. Hey, all that's Ward's specialty is painting black. Yeah. That's true. Shut Ward Ward tells about black primer. <laughs> <laughs> And your even, word even, space plate. Even if you plot paint over black primer, people are still gonna think it's black primer. <laughs> so <Yeah>. good luck. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> next up, the next category is books. So which company makes the highest quality? And I rule think books. Let's load this up. Our, our I'm putting this up into the quality of the books, fiction? the quality of the rules. Fiction. No. Oh. Why quality of the rules? It's in a separate category. No, no, no. no, which no, is no, the no best wait, wait, wait. I actually like this. Let's do a three categories though. Books. In terms of rules, books in terms of uh, presentation, okay. Books in terms of fluff. Okay. Okay. All right. So books. We're gonna go with the rules first. Books in terms of rules. Uh, I, I, thought, I, I nominate Malfo. Okay. Hundred. You nominate Malfo. It is by know, far the uh, tightest. As long as we nominate each other's, mm. I'll nominate Drop Zone. I hope you nominate. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that too. But Which one okay, has so all the words? I gotta nominate. I'll do Infinity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Infinity's really good too. I, I honestly can't pick between for rule set Infinity and Drop Zone. They're both incredible. And I hate. <laughs> I don't want to say I hate, but Malifo is is fantasy. So fuck it. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying. As <laughs> the neat thing about that game is that it is the only game I've ever played that actually incorporates scenarios in a dynamic and interesting and unique way that's always changing and always counts more than killing. Malifo? Yeah. Sure. Like, it's just everything you want from, like... Until you play Drop Zone. I've played Drop Zone. I like Drop Zone. Drop Zone. It's a good game. Drop Zone, you don't know and you win better. No, no, actually, you can't say it's different. Drop Zone has the same mechanic, though, where you might not kill anyone with your infantry. But the difference between Drop Zone and Malifo is that Drop Zone, their scenarios are all just very much like, take this building, have mm. these things. Like, Malifo has very no. interactive scenarios. Okay. Like, you I can get points enough. for get, having it. I'm arguing something I don't know about, so I'm going to drop yeah, that's it. that's fair. But. Like a zone? I'm, I'm on both sides. I'm just going to say they're different. Drop that's, Zone, that's Drop Zone is the same thing. Like, All right, so yeah. Steve nominates Drop Zone. Tom nominates Malfo. Mike, any nominations? Infin- I said Infinity, didn't I? Okay, yep. yeah. Mike nominates yep. Infinity. I don't want to. I'm going to nominate Battletech. Yes. Oh my god! All right, this has been another episode of Hobby so, Night and <laughs> So many charts. So many charts. So in depth. If you want your torso, Fuck, okay. if you want your torso to twist, if you want to put your heat sink in your arms, you can do it. That's true. That's it is not amazing. A scenario. Fuck. There's so many charts. Whoa, I have 37 on my heat scale. What does that mean? I'm upset. I'm upset by this. <laughs> you two don't fucking count. Continuing <laughs> on. Uh, my Dan, vote. Dan, do you have my vote. Nom- other nom- I just, we lose to Battletech. We lose to Battletech. That just happened. Oh, okay. All right. No, 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 no that's 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 that's
Battletech. Battletech. Because you all vote together to win. <laughs> okay. Well, but you can't talk. You just got to vote now. Okay. Talk. Three, one, two, one. No, no zone. <laughs> I tried to help you win. I tried to help you win. Oh. And Battletech Battle wins. Battletech wins. We're best wins. No! What did you say? Drop zone. We tied. We tied. And I went Malifaux. <laughs> no. We tied. And then the runoff. Runoff. Keep it Keep it the same. No. Keep it no, the same. No. Drop zone. Drop zone. <laughs> Drop zone wins. <laughs> Yeah, that happened. Uh, we we tied. I like, didn't realize. I, I think it's Malifaux, but I wouldn't drop someone to fuck over Battletech. Because that game is no fun to play. It's fun to laugh about, but it's not fun to play. Uh, I like it how the only reason that we made that happen is I went Malifaux, and I hope that you guys both... I knew oh, that you were going to turn. No, I wasn't going to turn. Now, you could tell by the way you talked to Tom. I was like, no. Oh, I totally no. turned. I totally, I'm totally a strategic voter. I, I fucked that up. You got to vote for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> or Legends of the Old West. <laughs> Which was actually, actually Lord of the okay. Rings. It was Lord of the Rings and Wartime together, so that was better. awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Blood Bowl. How did we forget about Blood Bowl? Because <laughs> because it, it's not a game. Okay, so we're gonna say rules. It's a way of life. <laughs> rules drop some. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, books for their fluff. We'll do uh, fluff next. I gotta. No, no books for their presentation. Fluff is different. We're doing two different we're, categories. We are, we fluff is first. Both. Fluff is first. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do both separately already. Previously established. And you know should, what? We should probably drink more. So here's the only th- question I have before we get into this. Games Workshop to me feels like an obvious forerunner for this. Mm-hmm. However, not anymore. however, very much in the last little while, it's been falling out of the by the wayside, and they have retconned their own fluff more than anyone else I can think. More than Marvel. Necrons and Blood Angels aren't friends anymore, so that's sad. You know what? what? You know what wins for uh, fluff, in my opinion. Nominate somebody. Infinity. Oh, actually, Infinity has Infinity really, really Core really book is fucking mm. awesome. I'm going to say... I've read it like a novel. I'm going to say Malifaux again. And the reason I say Malifaux is that not only is there amazing, interesting stories for all the factions, but I feel like it's hard to separate the fact that there's so many models in the game that are named and have backstories... So that while you're playing, you're actively engaging in the fluff. I feel like you so have to wait. convince yourself of that, though. Wait, wait. No, no when I so I picked up. Uh, I was down in in uh, Calgary, and I picked up uh, the rulebook for Infinity. Oh, you got the well, you covers. Picked the okay. M three. Um, at I cannot remember the name of the store, the Century giant Box? store, Century Box. Thank you. And I cannot stop reading the core rulebook. Yeah, no, the core rulebook is awesome. Like the the fluff background yeah. for when they're talking, just like where it's the. AI guide telling you about the inner sphere for um, inner sphere. I hear BattleTech. What? Not the inner sphere. <laughs> the inner Terra for the Pan Oceania. Yeah. For Comstar. and like we're talking about how it's like the tourist guide <laughs> for the different planets around there. Yeah. Is so cool. And then you go into like the, the, the Maya network. Yeah, the, the hyperpulse generator network. <laughs> sure. It's actually so good. Like, I really, really have enjoyed reading that particular book. The core book is awesome. So, again, Minute Infinity, Malifaux, Mike? Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to just say because it is there. I'm not, I don't want to vote for it. But you got to put it in Games Workshop there because their fluff is... 
far-reaching, yes. I think Yes, it's contradicting, it's but it's still... I would still go significant. There is still significant there. I don't like the company. I don't like the you game can't, anymore. You can't argue but that there's you can't not argue with the fault. No, for sure. Because there's, there's, there's not 80 pages of rules in the Mecha- in the Skitari Codex. We'll put it at that. No, but you gotta you got to <laughs> look at... I will tell you right now that looking at the 6th Ed uh, Eldar book versus the 7th Eldar... Sorry, Tail and 5th, I think it was? They've had like four books six in the or last four six years. Sixth Eldar or whatever it was compared to the seventh Eldar book, there's actually more fluff in the sixth. There's way more images, and that's what I'm going to talk about when we get to presentation. Mm. Which is why I wanted to specify that, because mm. I actually really like GW stuff. But and The other thing with the game workshop, <laughs> well, we'll talk about this one. But anyways, this was just nomination. I'm yeah. saying they have their faults, but they do deserve they do. a nomination. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think they need so. a nomination, for sure. They, yeah. they have and built a legacy of yes. fluff. And right. once again, I'll split the, the vote by saying Forge World. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the Forge yeah. World can... Yeah. Their books are either campaign books or Horus Heresy books. Horus Heresy so books So they have unreal. a built-in narrative. No, you're right. They have tons of story. You're they right. have tons of... Maps and the scenarios are laid out in a narrative fashion yeah, as well. Okay. Forge World's upsetting because it's actually, mm, and they're mm. only about a billion dollars each. Yeah, which okay. helps. I, so you've got yeah. Forge World, Infinity, GW, GW. Uh, I am uh, Malfo, right? Yeah, Malfo. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna also put a little part in here about GW is the fluff they've also expanded into novels. So you're going GW? No, 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 no. But what are you gonna pick for? G- you gotta pick one. I well, I'm so not voting. Black it. Library. I'm, I'm not voting. I'm I'm pointing out the fact that GW. You're not has, nominating. I'm okay. not. I am nominating. I'm just pointing no. out a fact that GW has right. a line of novels right. that have also expanded the fluff. The gods so go to be fair. So Private Tier Press has the same. So thing. therefore, I am going to nominate BattleTech. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they have a huge amount of fluff. They have they a do. massive the Clan Wars. Fluff. I've read a shit the, ton of their. The Kerenskys leave. Yep. Right. Form the clans. They Moving come on. Back. Let's vote right now. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I vote for Infinity. Actually, Forge World. Ooh! Do Don't vote for Battletech. I'll punch you in the uh, dick. <laughs> no, no, you have to go first. No, I you, can't. You, I'm going last. I want to be last. the tiebreaker. Did last. Let me diddle you. I'm gonna say Forge World. Oh, oh, two four world. world. It's a few words. You're gonna throw away your vote. No, no I'm not gonna throw my vote. No, no, no. You don't even like Infinity. You got no chance. I, Pick I'm, something else. I'm Forge s- World or what? Uh, it's no, the two of you can tie. I it. never go last. It's Ward's turn to go last. Ward go. Not I last. am going to say Infinity. Oh, two, two to two. <laughs> You're gonna throw the shit away. But, but I want. I wanted to point out that BattleTech has a lot of fluff. Oh, they yeah, do so for sure. So. For sure. For sure. But in their rule books. They're, yeah, they're, their well, I mean, have a no, no. Well, well, I mean, they like some of the rule books are pretty good because they had like the really? attack on Luthen. Okay, let's talk about novels later. Okay, we got this. So the only <laughs> yeah. question I have for you, BattleTech does campaign books as well. I have a question for you, Forge World guys. Is Forge World adding anything to the fluff with their books? Yes. Or are they yeah. Yes. A lot of the yes. 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 Their Imperial Army series, for the most part, is all brand new shit. Oh, I guess Imperial uh, Army and, Forge and World. The, the, one, heresy, the, one, the Horse Heresy is also not sticking. Directly to the Black Library, no, no, but portions of the story. They are that's branching. exactly what I'm saying. The Solar Auxilla stuff yep. has nothing to do with any of the novels. There's a ton of stuff in, in Forge World yep. that is, they're deliberately going yep. out of their way to cover things that Black Library hasn't covered yet because yep. the breadth of the Horse Heresy is too big. Yep. One company can't do it all. They're going out of their way to cover more ground. So if it wasn't just for the fact Black that Library. I really am into Infinity right now because I can't stop reading their goddamn book, I would have picked in Forge World as well. 
I have a car just Forge. I, I gotta go Forge World. My oh, only, yeah, okay, my right. only reservation. Not upset about that. Is how fucking expensive those books are. Yeah, well, yeah but and it makes it. I feel like this. But is where we weren't going for expense. We were going for. Wood I know. I just. If, I feel like it's worth pointing yeah, out yeah. that it's just. I feel like I just voted conservative. Got Wild Rose and wasn't upset. The cost of entry <laughs> is just so. It's such a high barrier. Or more, more aptly, I voted liberal and got NDP and wasn't upset. Yeah. <laughs> and we did officially, as of right now, have an NDP majority government in Alberta. Majority? Which I don't think is official yet. It, it is. It is. We had 47 confirmed. Oh, confirmed. Let's continue on, because sure. we're not a political podcast. We could be. Is it magic or science that this beer appeared right beside me? Oh, I just <laughs> kind of put it there a while ago when you weren't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink okay. it Okay, so the last one to talk about then is the presentation. Oh. Steve, Steve, what the <laughs> Jeez, that totally won't show up on the recording at all. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, the last one is talking about the presentation of the books. Now, I, w- I do think cost should factor in here a little bit. Why? Why now? It's not a big else. factor in anything else. Okay, fair enough. Then I'll nominate Games Workshop. I nominate Games Workshop as well, but fuck it. <laughs> If cost is not an issue, I have to nominate Games Workshop. It's, it's not an issue now, because we've set a precedent. I'm going to go with Forge World. Uh, okay. Again, they've got the Horse Heresy line. And you can beat covers. a man to death with it. They are heavy books. With if, metal if edges I was and losing, corners. If I was losing, I would kill somebody with that book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going GW. The new uh, Skatari book and Eldar book and Harlequins have unreal artwork in them. Yeah, this is actually really better. Th- this is this is where the, the juggernaut comes in. Is just the fluff and presentation. Yeah. You're gonna say GW's art department is like GW actually GW better than Forge World. Forge World takes pictures. We're not voting. We're not, is oh, there any other nominations? Forge actually doesn't have as many pictures. They have a lot of pencil sketches. There's other ones that are nice, but they're not. It's like there are three. It's not the same league. There are three palettes in the Harlequin book that are unreal, absolutely unreal. They're the best pieces of art I've seen in a palettes or plates. Plates. Let's go with that. <laughs> and the other thing too Let's is I'm not the drunk. current covers in this line of hardcover books from Games Workshop. Oh, they're like the codices and, and army the books they've been doing. Is awesome. And how they're it's presented unified. now, they're is unified amazing. too. They well, look this month. You look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. But you look at all the books they've had in the last six months, <laughs> and they look. Which is a lot. They look like to be fair, it's about two years. But yeah, they belong uh, together entirely. Like they they look really good. And I think so long as they continue with, I actually have to say how that. they're presenting them like this and don't fuck it up and change it on the next release or two. They like Forge World's great, but they don't have the same wide range of amazing looking books that Games Workshop does. No, Forge World. Forge World is more hit or miss. I'd say yeah. Forge World has is missing the particular art pieces that are penned in like a, a very grandiose style. Like there's they don't have the painted. Artwork, yeah, like, exactly. The Forge World books, exactly. There's, so, of there's some of there's some of that in some of the Imperial Armor books, granted, but a lot of it is the like orthographic illustrate or whatever isometric. I can't remember. It's been a million years since I took drafting, but they have like you the took drafting. drafting. Good on you. Oh yeah, I did really well. But they have <laughs> not that I'm bragging. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they have the they have like the drafting style <laughs> sketches, like uh, almost like uh, blueprints yep, yeah. of a lot of the stuff. They have pencil sketches of a lot of the characters in the Horse Heresy book, which I think are unfortunate because they don't show off as well as the painted artwork could. And they have a lot of those photoshopped atmospheric images of the models, which look awesome, but it doesn't, I don't think, compare 
to like the crazy paintings of the GW. I want to say the the fact that I hate the new Eltar Codex doesn't really matter, and the fact that there's a, a piece of art for the Samhain craft world. Because you know I have a huge boner for Samhain. No, really? Yeah, no. Crap. Um, <laughs> where it has a bunch of doors. storm guardians smashing the shit out of ultramarines with a bunch of chainsaws, and that piece of art, I was, I that alone almost to me was worth eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah. all I got from this conversation was that like, ladies beware, Dan knows how to draft. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> Pretty much. Maybe that you should be, work for the Oilers. That should be my new opening line. Different kind of drafting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was serious. Yeah, fuck off. Did you see that? <laughs> no, no. Honestly, the new uh, the new GW stuff. There's there's one piece of art in the Harlequin Codex. There's one piece of art in the GW uh, Eldar Codex. Not many sort of Forge World stuff that is Phenomenal. worth the money. Yeah. If Almost. nothing else, those books are fucking pretty. Yeah, and they've done a great job too. Of they're when, actually cheaper they than Forge World stuff. Well, there's that, not by much. At eighty dollars, <laughs> but they also are one of the few companies that does the really grandiose pictures of models. Yeah, setup, yeah. Which you know, as much as I love Malifaux, their rule book doesn't really have much well, for painted models. The scale the of the back, game is not the same. The back cover of the Eldar book, like no, but like, they don't even have painted models in that book. It's it's no, but here's here's my point. You flip cards. you you look at the front cover of the Eldar book. You flip it over to the back side. There is a lot of consideration for palette colors. Like there's a red uh, Samhain army with a bunch of teal backgrounds and grays, and the way they presented the miniatures on the back, sort of like describing the book, is really well done. And the Photoshop looks, smoke is amazing. It looks so good. No, actually, like, the back little tiny picture is one of the best pictures of miniatures I've ever seen. Okay, so what we're saying right now, is there any other nominations? It's Forge World and GW right now. Yep. Okay, I vote GW. Actually, I, I six Wait. months ago, I would have voted Forge World right now. I think it's really GW. the only real contenders, because Privateer Press, they're great. But you know what? Fuck it. I, I'll throw Privateer Press out there, because they do... A great book as well. Three they'll, nominations. They'll, they'll do a couple hardcovers. Privateer Press. Uh, yeah, their their convergence book is shit compared to any of them. But like their hardcover books that they release <laughs> with every launch are actually really nice. Not any close to W at all. They're not even remotely in the same league. But that's because you can but vote a, and but choose that. But it's a nomination. But it's so now we're going to go to the yeah. voting. So Steve. Yeah, but I can't. I secret part of, the of century, politics is disparaging your opponent. Secret of the century, <laughs> Steve. What is your vote? <laughs> GW. Okay, all right. One for GW. Tom? Same. Oh, Mike. Sorry. Mike, GW? He showed up at the polls at the same time. No, wait. We're going to let you vote last again. Oh, yeah? Cool. Thanks. I'm going to go GW. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah. East wins. The East wins. Completely irrelevant. Yeah, we'll just. Like, I do have to say, presentation wise, the GW books. Oh, four. Fault the rules all you want. Yeah, they're, they're shit gorgeous rules. books. They're gorgeous. They're, they're, they're absolutely shit. Fault rules. the rules. Fault the cost. I can't deny it. There you go. It's a sweep. GW sweep. We I all, win. We all agreed on something again. This I is, win. You know what's really funny? The only two. thing, like one of the only things we've agreed on, was Games Workshop books being pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. I'm actually good. No, with no, that. Fluff was pretty up there too. It's like, I want airbrushes and GW being pretty books. Those are that's all you need. Yeah, I, I do really wish that um, we had. I'm so happy with this. Brought cost in, as an equation. In oh here. yeah, no, no. no because no, when no, you look at the hardcover War Machine books. At like half the cost of the G Dub ones, and still being amazing looking. But the books. quality. You know, but you have to wait like five years to get a new one. Where with G W, you can get a new one every six weeks. It's true. Are you shitting me? They've released a new codex every like every two weeks right now. 
Um, I meant like for the same army. Because okay, yeah. Admech are getting another book, apparently. Yeah. Or and you could go with, wait, wait just a second, you could two, go with Infinity, actually. at least, and it's all <laughs> online. You just do your army selection online, you play your regular rules, they're released as normal, you buy one rule book, and then just build your shit online. Like, yeah, they don't, don't have, have to buy the rule book. They don't have codex you, you books. You can just go on the line. Yeah. You so just, that would kill the cost right there. You get their... <laughs> I am on the line right now. You get their software, and you just build your list. So it has all the rules you need. We, I'm going to add in one more category here, and that is the easiest game to get into. Oh, I like this. I like this situation. It's a okay. good situation. Mm. So, and I think this is one where we can go in and say cost can be a does matter. Yes, cost does matter. Here. Yeah. So a game that um, mm, mm. ideally, I think, to be competitive here, you've got to be able to get into it for under hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna say go fish. <laughs> I will easy. say under hundred bucks, you can actually pick up GW uh, starter sets under hundred bucks. Mm, yeah. For new. No, at at uh, independent retailers. Okay, so is that a fish, 20% an off. official nomination? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> no. So I'm not nominating GW for I'm, being. I'm going to start for nomination. Wait, wait. If we're okay. factoring in cost. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are factoring cost it, a thing? You know what? Horus heresy. <laughs> I think it's one of those Die things fire. where <laughs> it's hard to tease cost out of this. No, no, yeah, that's okay. fine. So it's, it's, it's not if it's cost. Factor. I take no GW nomination. There's no chance that GW is in that. Well, not only that, but with Games Workshop games, you have to paint so much before you can start playing meaningful games. The game well, doesn't scale. have to paint. No, but the game doesn't scale down. You know what I mean? You're right. Uh, yeah, you need to play at least 15 Okay, so points. I'm going to put my official nomination in then first. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Infinity. Yep. Why? Operation Ice Storm. Operation Ice Storm. Yep. It's, it's an awesome player to pack. Uh, 130? No. I picked mine up for 80 bucks. Yeah. Oh. All right, so eighty bucks to one hundred and twenty, okay. hundred and thirty. Let's say, yeah, for uh, price, those are over a hundred. If you're buying, right? but that's two people. Okay, okay, yeah. this this is if you pick up a starter set. Okay, if you're basically just doing your own faction, you can download the rules for free. You have the online uh, resources to use where you can build your own army list, print them off, okay. print off secret army lists for yourself. So you can keep certain things hidden, keep which is secret, allowed in. No, the yeah, game. that's actually important. It's it important is. in the game. Yeah, because uh, you might not know who your, your lieutenant picking is. Picking up an actual army, two starter sets, if that, and you're done. Or a starter set and a couple blister packs. You only need a handful of guys if you want to play yeah, the Yeah, Operation army. Ice Storm, you can pick up, uh, if you want to play the Nomads, you got to pick up maybe an Iguana and then another couple um, Agua Seals. But even then, let's say max, you're spending like 100 maybe 150 bucks. Yeah, if you split with a friend, you're, you're, spending, you're, you're spending 100 bucks. Max. Right, to play the game system. Okay, that's fair. And you both Um, have rules. Infinity! I'm... Oh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Took three tries to get that high five. Wow. That was awful. We're athletic. I'm going to (laughs) nominate Privateer Press. Mike and Steve is a side note. I I just commentated on that. I've got a couple main reasons for this one. The first one is that the game actually scales really well. So if you are just getting the battle box game, you can get as much enjoyment out of that as you will from the much larger. That's true. Sizes. That's true. That's true. So as the game will grow with you as you want it to, the company themselves also has things like the journeyman leagues, so they will facilitate you getting into the game. They've got scenarios based around that, so you're actually as you're increasing in point sizes, the scenarios are changing to accommodate. Um, and you can get a two-player starter set with rules and everything you need to play for two people. And they're actually twenty-five point lists instead of Battle Box at that point for hundred bucks retail. Like that's full price anywhere would be hundred bucks. A lot of places you get it for about ninety. 
Um, or you can pick up a battle box for 50 bucks. And because every time you buy models, the rules come, like the cards with the rules on them mm -hmm. come with every model you buy, it's not like you have to worry about buying a whole bunch of books to get into the game either. Okay. Books are the worst. All right. I'm, so, so far, I'm thinking Infinity. I'm thinking Infinity and I'm not nominating anyone else. I like and Privateer yeah. Press are pretty evenly matched. Uh, I would I would actually nominate. But yeah, X Wing because it's a forty dollar starter box. Comes with two ties and an X Wing, which is not enough to play a full size game, but you can take your intros. But if each player buys like split the box for like twenty, you bucks could keep each, it under hundred bucks. Buy one, maybe two, fifteen dollar expansions each. You're in for about thirty, forty bucks each. You're playing games. You're rolling dice. Again, the rules for each yep. ship come with the package. So, and uh, they also have the PDF available online for the main rulebook and the FAQ, all that type of stuff. So that's pretty low barrier to entry as well. To play full-on competitive, obviously, you need more stuff. But to get playing the game, you can easily do it for like 30 40 bucks a head. Yeah, and I feel like we're, this is really not talking about competitive play. Yeah. Because if we get into that realm, I kind of feel like I've changed my nomination to Malifo. Because it gets that game to get full on competitive is probably the cheapest a crew game. Buying a fifteen dollar rule book and a couple of things and you're good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but, but I think that's I think X Wing is is a fair example because yeah, a, splitting a starter pack with a friend plus a couple of blisters, you're looking at under fifty bucks. So yeah. I think the other advantage is that X and you don't need have, any scenery. You don't need scenery because all the that's pieces that you need any. are in the yeah, in is, the box. And, that is something that's and X Wing is also already pre painted, so you don't yep. have to spend the time on that. Mike, do you have any nominations? No, 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 not really. So I, I think, think those are the low barrier ones right there. I don't think there's anything else that's yeah. My not single even biggest market BattleTech for a nomination. No, <laughs> yeah, my single biggest yeah. differentiation for me is the fact that Privateer Press has the Journeyman Leagues, where not only do they support you getting in, but they support you. They actually make it so that it's easy to get through into that game and develop and grow. Typically, though, like stores won't put that on for free. <coughs> You'll also have to buy into that. Yeah, okay. It's that's like true. a five dollar entry. For I'm, I'm just saying it's it's no, an fair. extra extra cost if we're bringing cost into it, right? So right, but we're still in a very healthy cost. Yeah, spectrum. no, no, that's that's fine, right? So like cost wise, I think Infinity and and because nobody paints their war machine anyway, you oh, don't machine. have to spend hundreds of dollars on paint. That's, that's, that's there you that's go. Another yeah. you can fit right in. And the other thing <laughs> worth mentioning, which for me might be a factor, um, maybe less in differentiating between X Wing and. War Machine, but that I think might push um, Infinity down a peg, is that you can find X-Wing and Malif or in War Machine everywhere. So if you're getting into a game, knowing that there's very vibrant, active communities, and like it's, I'm not saying that there's not a lot of Infinity players, mm -hmm. but if you look at how many Infinity players there are, even locally, relative to War Machine or X-Wing, you can't you can't compare. Think think of though like how long the companies have been around. Right, but we're not taking into account what it's going to be like in five years. Yeah, but I thought we were taking, taking right that now. into account. No, I thought we were talking how, how easy it is to, to get, get into, into the it. game. And I that's think the community that you would play with and having people to immediately play against yeah, is a factor a, for getting in. Having a pre-established community does help a lot. Because like, there's a lot of people where they're not interested in starting a game system if nobody else plays it. See, I know. I think you've. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Tom. I feel like they're scrambling. The price. Oh, we're not doing price now. Oh, okay. No, but, but we the, said this one does include price. This one does. So this include one price, is a much more holistic. It's to get into the game, thing. not carry on with the game. 
No, but, but even to get in, if you can walk into a store and see people playing this game on a regular basis, you're more likely to get in, and it's easier to get into than if you're fumbling through the rules with a buddy trying to figure it out. Which is happening right now, actually, at Red Claw and Thunderground both have Infinity Leagues going on. Right, but... But, if, if but, okay, no, no, but what? So they have different numbers, yes, but it is there. It, it's not as inaccessible as you're making it out to be. I'm not saying it's inaccessible. I'm saying it's less accessible. This is two stores in the city relative to the several stores that support X-Wing and Warship. Okay, I just think you've gone off tangent and you're basing it on this game has had a good running track. It's doing everything right. Supporting it or selling it. Yeah. Well, no, both. But I think the differentiation here is that we can agree that the cost of all these are both the same. The ability to play the game at a low level is all. Can we the just same. vote now? Okay. Let's vote. Let's vote. <laughs> okay. Steve, I'm not going to agree with you. You're not going to agree with me. Start it off, Steve. What? Infinity, yeah. <laughs> Infinity, X-wing, or War Machine. Infinity. Infinity. I'm going with X-wing. I'm going War Machine. Oh. You could tie it up or break it. I'm going to tie it up. I'm going to go with X-wing. Oh. I think. Run right off, Tom. I, what do you mean vote? I already said. I already, I already said. Uh, oh, you're making me pick one. Yeah, pick one. I gotta go X-wing because X-wing you have so much scenery you have to buy for Infinity to make it a playable game. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I actually agree with that. That would, be, that would be the big thing. So I'm all right. the winner. Okay, so uh, I think this is done with our election talk because we're going pretty long. Ward has a very special announcement to make, <laughs> and this is going to be a segment called Ward's Soapbox. Ward Soapbox, which is actually what he has to stand on to reach the microphone. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. That's well, true. They I don't mean, really make stacks of phone books anymore. If, Ward soapbox. If you built me, if you built me my chair, I'd be okay with that too. So I didn't, but I have a real chair. For you me. had a real chair for me today, which I I don't have a stool on top of a chair. All right. So I kind of want to talk about the importance of cleaning your models. It is <laughs> a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's all you do. Because I, well, I'm very passionate about it. Because <laughs> Steve is not, and fuck it, <laughs> I want to play games, not clean models, and put them on cork bases. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Can we please bleep that. Let's bleep that. I'm actually really not <laughs> yeah. comfortable with that in the podcast. Yeah, no, that's not okay. Let's let's bleep that. Bring yeah. that back. Should, okay. we on? should we go back or should Holy we keep shit. going? All right. So right. I want to talk right. about a topic that's near and dear. I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my. I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is cleaning your models. Um, Go to bed, Steve. I feel that cleaning your models uh, elevates your models uh, to an extent. Having little bits of sprue still attached to shoulder pads and such is a big factor when you're painting, and very noticeable when you have them on the table. Um, also, if you plan on reselling your models, trading them, whatever the case may be, it is so beneficial to actually assemble and clean your models properly. Because if there is glue, if you put on extra glue, glue two pieces together and have ex- all the extra glue push out, it is a bitch to clean. It is so hard to try to get rid of all that residue and yeah. is just a pain in the ass. And honestly... It's gonna look way better if you're if you're presenting it, if you're sending pictures to anybody that's interested. If the models look clean and way more presentable, uh, it's gonna you can ask for more uh, resale value. Um, I don't know what else to say. Just well, clean your fucking models. models. Clean your fucking models. I think one of the things worth mentioning here is if you are trying to push yourself towards a best presentation uh, level army. 
there's going to reach a point where whoever's judging, especially if it is more of a judge instead of just a peer vote, where they're looking less for what you did better and they start looking for faults. They start looking for things that they can really differentiate. And if you have a bunch of flash and uh, mold lines on your models, it really stands out and is noticeable. And you will, as a tiebreaker, you'll lose almost every time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So So do yourself a favor and clean your fucking models. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll show you how. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really good at Ward it. Ward will be holding a clinic this I, week. I'm I'm really good. <laughs> we so. should actually have a Ward you, like clinic for painting or cleaning models. The uh, the device that GW sells for cleaning your models <laughs> is amazing. Do, do not buy. Do no, not buy. You should buy $3 on an Exacto. Like That's the, all you the need. The XL Exacto and a half round file. That's or that's you can spend twenty five dollars on a dull piece of metal that has a weird shape to it. That's it. That's all it is. It's useless. Like just use but your Exacto. Think of how good it would be for cleaning plastic models that have Space Marine knee. Pads. Knives can do that. But you would spend $25 and get it done in the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure. Okay. But using a really nice and well-balanced uh, tool. <laughs> You're a well-balanced. <laughs> okay. Clean your mold lines. Clippers, make sure that you clip far enough away from the model itself so that way you don't do gouges in the model. No, no, no. Because no. that's a big factor, too. To make that's things... What green stuff is for. Or you can shave down that portion again to fit like the look of what it should have looked like before you before took that you gouge destroyed out. everything before you took that gouge out. And it does actually make painting a lot easier. Like if there's that little extra mold line or bit of flash, it's really hard to get a nice uh, clean line or smooth transition. Especially since washes, what... people are using washes a lot more. Washes will pick up all of your mold lines. So unless the cleaner you use high gold primer. Yeah, but why? Because <laughs> you're trying to fill an automotive body. You tr- you're, yes. still, you're filling... So why don't we just slather <laughs> some Bondo all over her models? You know what? They'll I'm, be very smooth if you do that. I'm just going to put glue all over him and dip him in flock. New yeah. solution. New solution. Actually, you know what? Use a lighter to, to get rid of mold lines. <laughs> you know what? I want to say, if you're trying to go... I've seen a few Eldar Rangers that have been done in camo pattern that have just been done in static graphs. Yeah. You're like, ghillie suits. Mm, nope. No, that's just static. It's it's not quite the effect that they were making. Not quite as awesome as just the old, like, foam flock. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was was sawdust. Sawdust Sawdust flock. Not foam. That was sawdust. Sawdust flocked is really good for blood. No, but there is also foam foam flock, too. It's really good for what? Blood. I've actually got to use it still for for mold. So remember that time we had a topic? Yeah. Oh yeah! Well, no, this, was so this, this was soapbox. this was me cleaning Sorry, your models. I started yelling back at you. <laughs> clip, clip your models far enough away from the sprue that it doesn't damage it. Make sure you clean your mold lines and any extra sprue that you leave on. Do not over glue uh, and cause glue to fill up and overspill onto the model that the next person has to clean, or you should clean yourself. What if you underglue? If you underglue, it's better. <laughs> okay. Better. Absolutely. Well, and to be honest, if you put too much glue in, it actually ends up weakening the bond. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting you. It's only if you glue on top of glue that's bad. <laughs> the, the nice thing is if you also, if you underglue, um, you can either break them off of their cork to put on their bases when they come in <laughs> properly. You can also... Start on a base! You can also... So you can play games! You can also break that arm off later on if you want to do another conversion when a new codex comes out. That's true. Or if you drop the model, it breaks at the joint instead of the plastic. That's what magnets are for. How do they work? 
No one knows it's magic. Typically, though, if you're if you're clipping out gouges of your model, leaving nubs, you're usually not magnetizing. That'll that'll be that'll be a topic. And for the record, this is totally why we call them sharps. I really like using knives. <laughs> um, Nothing to do with that other thing. <laughs> <laughs> was that ever actually on the air? Tiny dick. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? It wasn't, it it was wasn't the size. It was implied. It wasn't the size. It was the Tiny dick. severity of the point at the tip. Thanks, guys. Or the edge. It might have an edge. It might have an edge. If you have a pointy wiener, you might have a tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Continue on about cleaning models. I think I, I think I'm done. You're done. Okay, so I love you, Ward. I love you. I think because this actually went pretty long with our election episode, uh, we're gonna call it there. So this has been another another episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm Tom. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. I'm Mike. And I'm Steve. And do your civic duty. Clean your models. Yeah, there we go. That's what we're looking for. Clean All right. Your fucking models. Yeah, clean your fucking models. And do your civic duty, but it's too late. So it's too late. Anything you want.